Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I'll do the intro. Fuck it. Welcome, to- <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of The Run Down. It's your boy, Tyrese London, Julius Randall Hive, founder, owner, incorporated CEO, with my boy Sam and Frank Barrett 119. How are y'all feeling? Because I'm feeling electric. <laughs> I'm feeling, oh, man. Like, I'm feeling like 1% worse than I was beforehand because you didn't even give me the first name. You give Sam the, you give Sam the first name treatment. I'm just fucking Twitter handle. I didn't realize it was like that, Tyrus. Your Twitter handles and your name tag. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. But Jeff is here. Um, you're, you're Tyrese right. is like belligerently drunk and high off this next <laughs> win. Uh, reasonably Dude, I, so. I'm legitimately I've, like crazy. I've been just sitting here laughing this whole time. But welcome back to the show, y'all. Nick's win in oh. insane fashion, 122 to 120 by a miraculous Julius Randle three-pointer, basically at the buzzer, to secure our eight straight win. I like I, I don't know what else to say. Like, I mean, you have Julius Randle pulling off the 43 piece, Jalen Brunson pulling off whatever he did on one ankle, and then you have Emmanuel quickly solidifying his sixth man of the year case all in one game. I mean, like, I just, like, I don't know what to say. I'm I, I, I need to detail on. what happened when he hit the shot. Okay, so <laughs> me and my dad were watching the game. We're standing up because Knicks fans in general stand up when the game's tight. I think it's like oh, tradition yeah, for all of us. Too. Yes. So, like, Randall turns the ball over. My dad is like cursing like everything. And I'm like, come the fuck on. And then I see Julius get the ball back, bobble it, hit the shot. And I literally run down my hallway. Shirt up, acting like I scored a goal in the fucking the World Cup. I, for somebody who has stood on the island, me and Chris have been waving the flag all off season. I feel vindicated in this motherfucker right now. He is winning. All, he is going to make his second All NBA team. Tell Idris Adebayo. I'm not even calling him Bam because the only thing he Bam tonight was the damn refs. The only thing he Bam was Tyler Harrell's arm and that damn, on that bullshit ass foul towards the end of the game. Tell Bam to hold these nuts. Tell Jimmy Butler he's a free throw merchant with a bum knee. He's gonna we gotta talk about career. that too after we like continue singing the next praises. But yeah, tell I mean, Tyler here. They, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just, I was just going to add on to that. Like, keep falling, man. Keep flailing your legs and yelling, hey, because you're going to need it in the plan. Like, good for you. Like, they, they did everything they could to give them that game. That was one of the most embarrassingly rough games I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, it was it's, absolutely Here's terrible. the thing. We talk about it on here all the time. You can have a light whistle. You can have a tight whistle. But you can't have Josh Hart getting checked on one end and, oh, that's heat defense. You know, they're the best defense in the league because they're intense. And then on the other hand, Jimmy Jimmy Butler just flails his legs and yells, hey, at the lightest contact, and it's just foul after foul after foul. You have to have a consistent whistle. It's an impossible game to play if there's two different sets of rules, and that's what we got tonight. Didn't matter, though, because, you know, the better team won. So, And that's right. We the better team. We the better team. Oh, this team making the finals. <laughs> <laughs> Tyrese jumping all the way out the window. I don't even blame him, man. Eight straight wins. And to, to win your eight straight win in that fashion, to fight through the adversity of the refs on the road. I wouldn't say a hostile environment because that's MSG South. But, like, to fight through the adversity of the refs, giving Miami literally every single chance to get back into this game. And to, to pull it off 
with that type of shot after Julius Randle has been probably the most unclutched Nick, like for the longest time, like he has been absolutely terrible in these moments and it looked like he was turning into one of those moments once again, as he was losing the ball and for him to pull that off, to pull off our eight straight win, as we are in the midst of like this absolute offensive and like just absolute like masterful surge of basketball is just like insane like i i don't know what else to say but like this is just insane like like this has been absolutely the best stretch of knicks basketball i've ever watched like in my career in my life like ever oh god hey god good hey man <laughs> and those oh. were just those were just two like entirely different halves like the first half was just pure execution domination by the Knicks. And then the second half, the Heat did an intelligent thing with the way the game was being called and just the way the game was going. And they just mucked it up. They stepped up the intensity on defense and were like, we're going to get this, the whistle advantage. So we're just going to work. And they had, you know, they executed well, they defended really well. And, that was just that was just pure emotion that I mean I can't believe Jalen Brunson came back out there. He had a number of huge shots in the fourth quarter. I don't I'm I'm I, I literally blacked out. I don't even know like from a I don't know how to break it down like analytically or like play by play, you know. I I don't even know if I'm gonna have it in me to rewatch that game. I don't think I can do it. Like that's just I will. I will <laughs> Man. TV this, will be on. This was just and then we Man, to go from this and then we got to go into Boston after they just blew a 28-point lead on Sunday? Food. Man. Food. Man. I mean, I don't have any analysis because my brain is still, like, trying to wrap around, like, this game. Like, it's – like, I just don't know what else to say. Like, this was absolutely such an incredible win. I mean, like, Julius was absolutely just, like, absolutely roasting the fuck out of Jimmy Butler – Bam Adebayo, no matter who they had on him, he was absolutely clicking them. This was this was Julius Randle's homage to um, Melo's late season 50-point game, um, just in a like way more insane fashion. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just, I my, my brain is still trying to wrap around this game. Like, that was insane. That was the best game of his career. Easily. Easily. That's the, Easily. That, is the, that is the best game of his career. I mean, the three-point shot making, the game winner, like, he didn't he was locked in on defense like his defense it was, yeah his de- his defense I'll, was absolutely I'll, insane i'll tell you what there was one moment and, and i i tweeted it like a halftime i was like i mean randall had 25 in the first half and was, and was our best defender on jimmy butler like at some point forget his flaws and just appreciate the guy there was one moment in the second half when he literally just stood there as 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 martin ran to the other side of the court and hit a go-ahead three like that was randall's guy and Randall literally just didn't even notice him. Like he didn't even notice that he was moving. And then after Martin got free and hit the three, Randall turned around and started yelling at Emmanuel quickly. Yeah, I, I saw I that. Just, yeah. I was just I, like, I, I, I was trying so hard not to be like, this is 2022 Julius Randall. But like, who cares? Like he is now, it's so far away from what it was last year where like his mistakes had to be loud because he just wasn't impacting winning. Like he's earned himself the longest rope to have those because he's doing it on both ends and he's doing it in a way that's impacting wins. This was best game of his career. This was, this was magnificent. 
Yeah, I mean, best game of his career for sure. I would push back on the idea. I didn't think he actually played very good defense for multiple stretches this game. But, like, I kind of didn't care because I still – I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Like, if you shoot the way you're shooting, you're allowed to not care about Cody Martin, not care about, like, Max Strews, and not care about, like, various guys that get open because you're giving me that and way more on the other end of the floor. So, like, because he had one in Hero earlier in the in the half, too, where he just, like – didn't step up and Hart kind of got caught on the screen and here was able to step into an open three. Um, but like, again, he had one at the end of the first quarter where uh, Martin beat him back door and Hardenstein had to cover for him. And Hardenstein <laughs> did a really good job of sliding with him and Martin still ended up hitting a contested three. Um, sorry. To yeah. So like, yeah. It, yeah, no, I mean, I, the thing is like all of those things, like, I didn't think he had a, like he'd had great moments on defense. I yeah, didn't think I thought he his played defense very... on like certain players was much better, like Bam and, and Jimmy. It was it was a thing where he was like, when it was Bam or Jimmy, he was like, I'm up for this, like I'm ready, I'm mm-hmm. pumped. And if it was anybody That's else, fair. he was just like, I don't care. Like I just don't respect you and I'm just not gonna defend you. Um, but like again, if you play the way he did offensively, you're allowed to have those stretches. Um, like and that that is what it is. Like that's ultimately what it is. Um and I just think like they won a game where I, I really felt like aside from Randall being hot from three and just them like generally shooting well from three, I, I just thought like everything went against them in this game. Um, they got almost doubled up at the free throw line. Uh, Brunson obviously gets hurt midway through the third. Their first half rotation was all fucked up because they both, they got like bullshit calls both on quickly and RJ. Um, so they had to like change their rotations so they had like all these various things go against them and they still won this game. Like they still came out victorious. Obviously most of that is because of Randall, but like you look at this box score, I mean, a 43 from land Randall, 25 from Brunson, 17 from RJ, uh, 21 from quickly. Like you got four guys, you know, going double digits. I- I'll be honest. I didn't like, I-, I said that I tweeted out something like when he put RJ back in, that it was just like, I think this, I, I wouldn't have done it. Cause I thought, Hero was torching the entire game, and somebody was like, "Well, he only he scored five points on, on RJ in the second half." And I'm like, "I I don't know what the like exact numbers are there, but all I know is I felt like every single time, RJ was defending him, Hero was getting wide open, like he was just getting open, either for open from three or getting into the lane and creating like passing lanes, whatever it was. It was way too easy for him. I, I didn't particularly love that move. I didn't hate it because at the same time I'm like, you know, um." Like sometimes you just kind of have to roll the dice with somebody and you're like, okay, I'll just give RJ a shot here. So I didn't hate it, but I wouldn't have gone that way. But like they ended up winning the game and I don't think like subbing RJ in or not really affected too much down the stretch, if at all, anything. Um, I mean, and also the, the, the fucking timeout situation at the end, because they got screwed on that bullshit ass call that hero got, um, which like technically it's like one of those where I get when they review it, they can't overturn it. I'm fine with them not overturning it. But it's like that should never be called in real time. That was like so obviously not a foul, and it's bull. It's just bullshit that that was even called. So again, like so many things worked against him in this game. Um, Hart had a weirdly bad defensive rebounding game down the stretch against like Butler. It felt like got so many boards just individually matched up on him. But like again, uh, they just come away with a win, and you know, uh, I mean, like I know Boston lost today in some bizarre fashion to Brooklyn, but like I feel like Sunday now is basically like a house money game. Uh, you're three and a half on Miami. I don't know what you're up on Brooklyn. I'm not that worried about them. Um, like, I just yeah. think you're in really 
Damn yeah, you're you're in a yeah you're in a good good spot here. Like the Knicks are, you know, if they beat Miami one more time, they own that 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 tiebreaker. Tie mm-hmm. So like the Knicks are. Schwinn, you know, Schwinn, very, wouldn't very you say that it's even more of a house money game now? Because yeah, like Boston, like, like no, but I'm saying like eat, like if Boston had what you you mentioned that Boston blew a game to Brooklyn. In my opinion, Boston's more likely to be locked in Sunday because they just had that ridic- this ridiculous loss. Like, they don't want to lose two in a row on their home court. They, like, if there was ever a wake-up, like, oh, we, we need a fucking lock-in game. We're not, we want to beat the Knicks. We want to end this winning streak. I feel like if there was ever a, a game Boston is going to be locked in for, a regular season game, this is one of them. I mean, Boston's a bunch of tryhards, so, like, who cares? But, like, yeah. I'm sorry, but, like, I think the Knicks – I mean, the Knicks are going to be up, too. The Knicks are going to be up, too. And it'll be a good game. That's that's for sure. It'll be a good game. But like, God, I just, I, I'm sorry. Boston is just the, the weirdest okay. stat from today. The weirdest stat from today is Robert Mitch was a minus 23 because I actually thought he played a really good game. <laughs> yeah, I and saw Hardenstein that. I was just is, like, what the hell is that? And Hardenstein was a plus 22. I actually think Hardenstein, like the the weird thing is, I think Mitch played a really good game. I thought Hardenstein should have played more down in like in the fourth quarter. I thought when he got pulled, it was a mistake. I thought he was playing really well at the time he got pulled. Um, not a huge mistake because again, I think Mitch played fine, but like, I just thought Hardenstein for whatever reason was, he was doing like a very weirdly effective job uh, defensively, even though it felt like treacherous at times, but he was, he was playing, he played well. I mean, I know what did the Knicks, the Knicks got six points out of their centers, but it was like, I thought they both played very well tonight. I, uh, I, I saw I forget who it was, so I, I hate that I'm not giving credit to somebody. But somebody talked about how part and we've talked about it in this post game too. The Knicks' offense, a part of it is predicated on Mitch Mitch's ability to get offensive rebounds, right? Like, and so naturally, a team that really focuses on the defensive glass and focuses on taking that away from the Knicks, that. I don't want to say it's worrying, but it is a potential way to slow the, a top five offense down. Well, the Knicks got six offensive rebounds tonight and scored 122 points against one of the best defenses in the league. I don't, I mean, this is one of the best stretches of basketball we've seen as Knicks fans in this millennium. This is a great team right now. Objectively, this is a great team. Um, I just, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe what I was watching. Not even the Julius Randle buzzer beater, but just like it was just another half of basketball where we, everything was humming, and it was just it was just beautiful to watch. I don't know. I don't know how to like break it down objectively or rationally. Like this is just a beautiful time to be a Knicks fan. I would say I think the reason we didn't get a lot of offensive rebounds though today is just more. I I don't think it's because they did some amazing like box out job. I thought it was because we were not getting much dribble penetration um they did a really good job of containing us the point of attack obviously it helps that we made a bunch of threes and then you know brunson made brunson had some really tough shots uh i thought quickly made some good shots on stretch um and then we we had a bunch of shots in transition in the first half that helped a lot, a lot too so um there's a lot that went our way in that sense i guess but like i mean i don't know i, I would say i'm like just going down late in the game yeah. big time and they and they did that thing, Schwinn, that you always rant about that you hate. They build this big lead, operating with pace, exploiting the defense and the early offense, 
And then the second there's any pushback from the other team, uh, slow it down. Oh, let's walk it across half court. And then all of a sudden you're letting Miami's defense get set. They start blitzing pick and rolls. That's actually a really interest. That's going to be a really interesting thing to look at in the playoffs to see if another team picks up on that. That's the second. This is the second game in a row when teams have just said, we're not letting Jalen Brunson get inside the arc. We're going to blitz every single one of those. And if you're just going to keep setting a screen with Mitchell Robinson, we know you don't trust him in, in four on three situations. The Knicks need to build a counter to that. I will say this game was perfect. Well, not perfect, but this was great. Like playoff practice. Like, I feel like this was great playoff practice. I mean, the the adversity, you're on the road. I mean, it's not really that a host, that much of a hostile environment because, like, that's, like, our second home down there um, in Miami. But, like, again, to, Schwin, to what Schwinn said and what we've all been saying, like, the refs, like, things not going our way down the stretch. Like, it just felt like – and the way this team was able to just pull through um, – it's, you know, it, it gives you like a little bit of hope that things are going to be much, much, much different this time around in the playoffs. Like you just have that more, you have more, more confidence going forward with this team after a win like this. Like this is a team that shows great resolve time in and time out. So, yeah. Three part uh, contest, Joey's Mando era is a great era to be in because he doesn't miss from three. You know how like they say um at the um the home run derby messes up people's swings? Like somehow the three point contest fixed Julius Randall's shot and now he's turned into Julius Curry. So he's the best thirty playing in the league currently that isn't injured. So I'll take what I can get. How many players in the NBA? This season, from like a, a simple war perspective, not like actually being better basketball, how many players in the NBA this season have provided more value than Julius Randle? Are there ten? Are there ten? Are there ten players? If I were voting today, he'd probably be all NBA second team. And he has like he has he doesn't have a chance at first because Tatum, Giannis, and Jokic, but like he is probably second team for me. Like I think right now he's a top ten player. The way he's playing this regular season, he's been top ten. Who else in the in the three forward slots for the second team, excluding those players you just named? Who else is there? There's Embiid and who else? Embiid and I feel like by default you kind of have to go with somebody like LeBron. Has Embiid actually like, been better than Has Embiid actually been better than Randall this year? No, no, I wasn't saying better. I just mean in the conversation. Like, I I don't like I I've heard like no, but I'm saying like. I don't even think it's like besides it. Like to me, it's just like the only big that I'm a hundred percent certain that should be voted above Randall is Jokic. That's it. That's it. Like Embiid's awesome. Don't get me wrong; he's an awesome player. But like, I mean, how, how many games up are Philly on us? By the way, uh, like, like five, four games up. Five, five, five in the loss column, I believe. Okay, so they're five games yes. up in the loss column. I think as much as I like love Jalen Brunson, and I know that. And I despise James Harden, and I know Harden didn't make an all-star team, which I think is, I think there's a reason that he didn't make an all-star team, which is the coaches being like, well, you forced your way out of Brooklyn like an asshole. We're not rewarding you this year. Um, like, I, I think I, I would still say Harden's a better player than than Brunson. Um, and I would say coming into the season, like, one team is performing well above expectations, and 
while I think it's not just Julius, this is not like 2020, 2021, when it's just like Julius carrying the offense as far as it could possibly go. Um, it's a different, it's a much more talented team. They have like, it's, it, there's more contributors, whatever. I still think he's like the straw that stirs the drink. And while most of the time in crunch time, you're still staying like, put the ball in Brunson's hands and let him do whatever he wants to do. Um, like Julius Randle is the best player on the team for what? 42 minutes a game. Like 43. Yeah. Whatever it is. Like he's the best player on the team for the vast, vast majority of the game. And this team is playing really well. Like I'm not like, if you said Embiid's played better, sure. I just don't think it's like, I'm sorry. Like, I just don't think Embiid has done anything this year where I'm like hundred percent better. Oh yeah. A Giannis too. I forgot the Giannis counts as a big, but yeah. So Giannis and Jokic are the only two bigs. And I'm just like, 1000% have been better than Julius Randle this year. What about Other than that? In, what about in just the forward slot? What about Tatum? Yeah, just, I, I would say Tatum and Giannis. And honestly, you're, like, you're putting Tatum there because he scores really well, but I... I don't know. I mean, Tatum's like, I still think, like, I think, I think Tatum's best talent is that, like, he, it's really easy to just put other guys around him. You don't have to, like, worry too much about fit with him. Yeah. So it makes it easy for them to be like, yeah, we can just go get a Brogdon and go get a Derek White and go have Marcus Smart and have Jalen Brown. Like, you don't need to consider fit too much with him. That's not, that's like a tricky thing a little bit with Randall. Although if he when he plays like this, it's not so much. Um, but like, I, I think with Tatum, it's just that team is pretty loaded. I and I know that like we've beaten them t- two or three times, and I do kind of feel like weirdly we're a bad matchup for them. I still would say like like from the top of the roster to the bottom of the roster, they still have a little bit more talent. They have a bit more talent than us, but like that, so that's, it's a weird one where it's like, if you just told me straight up, would I trade Randall for Tatum in a vacuum? Yeah, I would. And I think most people would, but like, we're not talking about to have, right. We're just talking about for this one single season. And I think if you're just evaluating this one single season, I think it's like, it's at least a conversation. I, I think it's a little, it's at least a conversation. I think some of these guys like Tatum and more Morant, like those two guys, especially come to mind came into the season and they were just expected to like, they, they were already at a higher standing. And I don't know the way Randall's played this year. He's just played so well that you kind of have to like recalibrate and, you know, really think about it. I mean, Luca will get in over him. I have my own thoughts about Luca, but like I get it. Um, I, but yeah, Randall, like Randall's, like there's nobody really in that forward spot or the big spot, whatever, wherever you want to phrase it, that I'm just like. There's not many guys that I'm like no no sh- like there there's there there's no conversation we had. They're just clearly better than Julius. Um, like I just this year, like I, I don't think that there's a lot of guys that you can say that about. Yeah, I just he this game basically put him on everybody's all NBA ballot. There, I don't think there's any, like, you've heard the idea that, oh, you know, Kawhi, which is stupid, because he hasn't, he's barely fucking played, but you've heard, like, oh, um, who else can you think of, like, Jimmy Butler, like, Jimmy Butler's a good player, like, Jimmy Butler, don't get me wrong, like, he's had a really good season, he has barely fucking played, and, like, there is a merit to, like, playing every single game, and if you're doing this for every single game, and you're still like top five in points and top five in rebounds. Like, I don't. It's just this guy is a fucking top ten player right now, and Brunson is literally top fifteen. So that's what the Knicks are operating with right now. And we have six men of the year. Maybe we'll quickly. 
Same he's going to be a, he's he's going to be close to a betting favorite after tonight. I was about to say I, I was just muted just now. But I was about to say speaking of ballots, Emmanuel quickly so uh, once again solidifying himself in that I mean, he should be damn near front runner. He for, won it tonight. Um, yeah, I, I mean, think he, he won should, it tonight. Yeah, he should yeah, he should. He should have. Honestly, I mean, he was this is why taking him out when he did was so like I don't understand that at all. Yeah, he had, that he had two was threes, so annoying. He had a floater, he dimed up Hartenstein for a floater right on the baseline. Like, I have no idea how you're watching that game. If anything, if he was gonna pull one of him or Hart, and he had that great on, stop on um on Hero when he forced yeah, him out of bounds. I do. I really don't understand that. I don't. Again, I'm like not even really shitting on Tibbs because I do get why you go back to RJ. I just. I did not like going taking quickly out there. I just thought he like clearly was into the game. He was hitting big shots. Um, I, I'm not taking him out there. I'm just not. But look, they they still won the game. Quickly came in to close it out. Like whatever, Knicks win. Randall played awesome. Quickly played awesome. Brunson let his nuts hang uh, after getting hurt. I don't. People are like freaking out like in our Discord. Like oh my god, he's clearly hurt. Like and I'm like guys. They're like NBA players, okay? Like, yeah. like they know what <laughs> they know. This game mattered. He knew this game mattered. These guys have like, if you think that they don't play through injuries regularly, you're they, fucking naive. Yeah. Like, they, they you're play really, really all naive. Time. All these guys, Butler's hurt every fucking game. Color, he Butler was questionable coming into like, the night with knee soreness. Yeah, but I guarantee you, he's sitting up the next game. Oh, of course. Yeah, he probably will. But like, that's my point, right? It's like these these guys. Do you think Randall? Is just like, yeah, he's Iron Man. Do you think he's like he's actually never hurt? No, he's fucking hurt probably all the time, and he could just play through it. There are guys that can do that. There are guys that can't. Um, general soreness. It's not, it's, yeah, there, it, there's no shame in like being one of those guys that like can't like just yeah, and and and, and needs to be at like ninety five percent health to be the best version of themselves. Like I bet you Julius on a lot of nights is nowhere close to one hundred percent. None of these guys are. You think like they want to play? Like they like it, this isn't. Yes, it, it could be. It could hurt them short term, long term, whatever. But like, there's a difference to me between like, oh my god, he sprained his ankle versus like a guy clutching at his knee and hobbling up and down the court. Like, was he hobbling up and down the court at the end of the court at, at the end of the game? I didn't think so. Like, I thought he needed a couple of like possessions to kind of like get Reacting warmed up himself. again. Yeah, but like, other, I thought he was fine. He was fine. Like, these they're big boys. They get paid a lot of money. <laughs> they're they grown get, they're men. Yeah, yeah. The, the medical staffs get paid a lot of money. Shut the fuck up. Stop crying. Like, and, and like, and this is like the one thing where I hate people. Are like, oh, Tibbs. Like, Tibbs isn't the fucking doctor, dude. Tibbs isn't the, like the medical staff. He's not just like, like, shut the fuck up, Jesus. Like, enough. Like, we can blame Tibbs for enough things. Like, like, if you want to. Like, we don't need to fucking sit there and act like he's giving medical diagnoses and like telling guys to rub dirt on it and come back. This isn't like high school football, okay? This isn't varsity blues. Get the fuck out of here. Um, I, I, uh, I never want to I never want to stop Schwinn from his great rants. But uh, yes, but uh, to go back to what y'all were talking about at the beginning of the conversation when you talked about pulling quickly. Do you guys think that the combination of Hart and RJ, like I, to me, that's kind of an untenable combination especially against smart teams because I didn't like it. you could see it. You could see it. Julius had a drive where like, do you think he was trying to like match up size? Yeah. But like he, yeah, they were about trying to match up size, but it was like, he, so they swung it. It was one of those where like Brunson runs the pick and roll and they have Randall on the opposite side. So when Miami trapped, they swung it to Randall, Randall tried to drive like 
Butler, Butler's smart. So like Butler knows that when he picks up the ball behind the three point line, he like we know that Randall likes to drive right, but his handle isn't great going right, right? So Butler's just really smart about positioning himself where like Randall can't do that like like upward jumper thing that he does, but also is like still bodying him where he can kind of fucking you know uh, affect his dribble, right? So Randall's like dribbling with his right, and I can see it like Grimes is in the corner. And RJ's like on, on the top wing, and it's like neat. Like their guys are kind of helping off, but not really. And I'm just like, I'm like, okay, like this is you can just see the spacing there. I'm like, this is one where, like, or sorry, they're like they're helping way off because they're not worried about those guys really as shooters. And like, I'm like, this is where you just need a Grimes in the corner because if they help off like that much on Grimes, then I want. Randall to make that pass, but in that situation, I think Randall up taking some shot, and I don't know. I don't. I honestly don't remember if he made it or missed or whatever. <laughs> but like, but like, it's like I don't blame him regardless of the result because I'm not passing it to Hart in the corner in that situation or RJ right now. Like, like RJ, his threes in the second half, like they were geez. so short. I mean, the, the forget short. Like actually, all of his threes other than like one was just a god awful shot. Like he had that fucking pull up off the dribble. I'm like, you're not like, you're not Steph Curry, dude, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I know. And then no, and then there's one that, that drove me nuts. It was, it was, it was on the play that I think Brunson got hurt on. Uh, so he gets the ball from like Randall on a swing. He had a Grimes wide the fuck open in the corner. All he has to do is make one more pass. He, that's yep. it. Just make one more pass. Grimes is wide open in the corner. He takes the shot and you know, he's like, what you see love in basketball, right? He's just got he's hanging, he's got his holding his hand up there. I'm like, and, and like he's fucking watching it like it's not an ugly duck. And it's an <laughs> ugly duck. And then they throw the outlet to to fucking Butler. And you know, a Brunson makes actually a great contest. There's no foul. Butler and Butler crying about fouls, by the way. Get the fuck out of here. The guy had what 22 free throw attempts tonight? Yo, yeah, him call, him crying for fouls was absolutely insane. Yeah, just the whole get, team get did it. Old Depot yeah. literally checked Josh Hart, literally sprinted yeah. into him, checked him, and they show the replay. And Old Depot's like, and then Mike Breen, Mr. Objectives, like, oh, Old Depot didn't think that was a foul as they show the replay of him. It no, was like Bre- Breen and Clyde were pathetic tonight. Like, honestly, pathetic. They they were just like in they their tried bag so hard for to the rest. Mr. Objective. Like, like the one when when a hero stepped on the sideline. Granted, we didn't get a clean view it, but like as soon as they saw one view that like maybe he didn't step on the line, they're like, "Oh, I don't know about that one." The Knicks really dodged a bullet there. I'm like, "Why are you guys so fucking horny for the a call to go against the Knicks? Why are you like so thrilled about that?" Like Breen spent like it's like the Zapruder film with him. He's watching that fucking Bam, that Bam, you know, thing where he hits hero and quickly like grazes him, and he's like, "Oh, well, see, Clyde, you know, quickly, he reached in uh, there." Yeah, he reached in there and grazed him with his fingernail. So that's a good call. I'm like, you gotta like stop being a fucking cop, dude. Like, please stop being a cop. Get the fuck out of here. Like, they don't oh know it's okay God. to be like Knicks fans on the broadcast a little bit. Like, no, like they just they gotta like fans. embrace that. You don't even need to be fans. Just like you. Don't no, they can. They can. Cry. They can embrace being fans for a little bit. They can. They could, but like, I don't even need that. Just like I, I, I don't need you to like try to play devil's advocate on every fucking thing. Like, enough. Enough with that shit. Um, I did want to mention, I mean, what kind of gets lost in all of this is like the clutch shot that Randall hit before that three, the and one over Bam. Mm-hmm. Like that was like such a 
t- I mean, shout out to Julius for having finally like two clutch moments in a game for once in his life. Um, but yeah, that shot over Bam was insane. And, you know, shout out to, you know, um, you know, um, a certain interviewer interviewed Bam out of bio and asked him about Julius Randall. And he was <laughs> very stunned by that, by that mention and absolutely got fried tonight by Julius Randall. So Dude, there's that. Who, who does Bam out of bio think he is? Honestly. Tell Bam out of bio to eat my fucking nut. Like, what the fuck <laughs> does Bam out of bio think he does, bro? Like, all he does is foul and switch. You think he should have been a DPOY? Man, night. he needs to DP all these dicks. Like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Like, this fucking guy. This fucking guy who just, like, dude is just a grifter who can't even hit. He can't, he does not. Do shit offensive. He got a little mid range, and you think he got some. He was trying to Kobe handles in the first quarter, and he looked like he was trying. You thought he was fucking Sauce Walker. I don't know what the fuck he thought he was doing. Like the the funny thing run, on that Randall, the funny thing on that Randall jumper was him trying to like flop his way into a call. Like God. really, that's that's your play there. Like that's, that's yeah, <laughs> that's heat culture, man. Heat culture. All right, let's get into some. Before we get into comments, actually, though, let's get into the ad read so we can get this out of the way because we got too many damn comments right now. Um, shout out to everyone that's pulled up, you know. Shout out to everyone that's in the stream right now, leaving comments. Continue to leave comments. We will try to get to as many as possible. Um, you know, just enjoying the vibes of this eight-game win streak. NBA fans, it's time to bring hoops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in free bonus bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt-in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back. Download the app now and sign up with code TBPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions supply. See show notes for details. All right. We got so many comments rolling in. Let us wow. All sounds, right. Sounds like sounds like one of them good problems. Yeah, it's a very good problem to have tonight. Like I think this is the most comments we've ever had before, like after the ad read. Um Sushwinsmirk, wow. and he got the reference. <laughs> <laughs> um Christopher Riera says Rush had to give this game to Miami, but we can't be stopped. The whistle butler was getting was legit insanity. Yeah, so I did want to address this because like this was something I was tweeting about probably the most tonight. Um besides the Randall game winner, which I've been like retweeting a whole bunch of videos of lately. Um, but yeah, that whistle is absolutely insane. I just don't, un- I don't understand what he's done to warrant that type of whistle. Um, but yeah, I mean that, that just goes to show like the adversity is stable. This, this team is able to, to get through, to win this type of game. I mean, man, how far we've come last year. Like, I mean, last year we did beat Miami in a comeback but like there were so many games last year like where this situation happens and it goes such a totally different way so to have this turnaround is just remarkable and you know credit to everything that's changed over this last year Schwinn, you are muted 
for free. I was going to say, I'm just happy that I always stuck by Tibbs, you know, when all you guys were <laughs> clowning him. I stood by him all year last year because I knew uh, he would single-handedly morph everything perfectly at the perfect time. No, like, f- fucking morons aside, um, yeah, no, Tibbs deserves credit. Everybody deserves credit. Like, they, like, I think you don't turn things around the way things have turned around without everybody, like, from players to coaches to the front office all kind of getting on the same page or working together, however you want to phrase it. Um, so all of them deserve credit. And, you know, people want to put more on Tibbs or more on whoever, like, that's fine. I don't care. Um, I don't simp for authority too much like other people, I guess. Um, but, people love yeah, cops. Tibbs deserves yeah, Tibbs deserves his credit. All these guys deserve their credit. And, like, like again, small things that I like, like seeing from Tibbs. I, would I like to see him go with Randall to five more? Sure. But I'm happy that at least in, like, end of game offense possessions, like, he tra- he did it today. It didn't actually work out. But the fact that he did it, and it didn't work out because Randall did his, like, you know, can I just say the the turn that Randall made for himself at the end of this game is so fucking crazy because he dribbled the ball off his dick for that hero fucking layup, which gave them a one-point lead. And then he dribbled the ball off his dick again to nearly, like, Put, like back, go backcourt, gets it, and then Butler nearly slapped the ball off his dick, uh, and it nearly went out of bounds. And then he hit the crazy shot ever, and I'm like, yeah, that was great. Yeah, you're you're great. Everything is perfect. So I know <laughs> if that didn't happen, if that didn't happen, you know the the discourse would be so nasty, and it would be like it, he didn't score forty points, he didn't do any like none of those things would have mattered. So I'm happy that he made that shot because we can appreciate like what was honestly for long stretches like truly a virtuoso type of performance. Um, and yeah, like again, but to go back to like the tips thing, like I like those like small things like that. And, you know, and he, uh, and he like, crossed like, them, Shwen. Sorry, he, say it again? he went, he, he crossed yeah. them. Yeah. He, he brought went, Mitch back uh, in for defense. Right. And he brought him in for Brunson though. So he, yep. he brought in yep. IQ for Mitch and then he brought in Mitch for Brunson, which was both the correct subs. Sorry to interrupt. But he, yeah. he had Grimes in at the end of the game too, right? Yeah, yeah, for the very last possession. Yep. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, it just, it's like, those are the things where I truly believe, like, whatever. I don't, like, and the thing is, people, I hope nobody take like, even if you love Tibbs, don't take it the wrong way. It's like, I I don't think he arrived at these, he's arriving at all these conclusions now in year, what is he, 65 years old? Like, I don't think he just woke up and was like, you know, I'm 65, now's the time for me to just, like, do shit I've not done before. Um, I think he probably got, He's either taking it on board from somewhere, listening to people, whatever. doesn't really matter. The fact is he's making better decisions. And those are the type of decisions that help you win margins, which help you win closer games. Um, so he deserves credit for all that type of stuff. And obviously the players, Randall was amazing. Brunson fourth quarter, RIQ, like just all, everybody really chipped in. And that was a really, that was a really fun win. It wasn't a perfect win, but it was a really fun win. Um, and it's really nice to just like, if we could win the season series against Miami, that would be, I, I don't even know the last time we did that. I, I, have no I would idea. probably say 2012, 2013. That feels yeah, like right. we, we beat him for one that year. I was going to say that yeah. too. Yeah. So that's like, that's, it's literally a decade. Every 10 years we win the season series against Miami. <laughs> Shout out to Thibs getting absolutely fucking like rocked by Randall, by the way, on that like celebration. <laughs> like, yeah, there was a lot got- going on. <laughs> There's a lot going on in that celebration. I think quickly was about to just like, I think he wanted to just hug Julius forever after that shot. Um, a funniest, 
there's a shot of like Hart where he's just in the back and he's just like very calmly like trying to get everybody to back back and like play defense. It's like, dude, no, like we're gonna like let's gonna go let's crazy. let's enjoy this moment, Dan. <laughs> um, Walcott Frazier says after DeRozan, Luca, and Batum losses, we damn well deserve this. Yeah, we really have great. been through our fair share of BS this year. It's a really, really, really great point by that person because you forget about those, you know, like or excuse me, you forget about these. You remember the losses and like, but we we were due for one of these. That's 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 a really great point by him. Not to mention like the ones we missed against like the Bucks. Um, the Brunson had that shot. The, the one against um, the Grizzlies as well. Like, it was about time one of those shots went in. It just feels good, man. Couldn't have it to a better guy. Ugh. Man. All right. Let's see what other comments we got here. Vivek says, this W serves two purposes. Most important purposes, learning how to deal with the Heat's adjustment plus defense. This was great practice for the playoffs. This is like a game where I the pressure defense they're playing, like this is why you got Hartenstein, dude. This is literally why you got Hartenstein. Because if you're gonna if you want to run these pick and rolls to draw the trap, you need a big that you can trust to play make from that spot. And actually they they at least tried I saw them try um screening with quickly and then quickly slip the screen and tried to make himself available. So I think they like have a better understanding of what they need to do against the trap. It's just hard with Mitch because, like, you you're just not going to do that with Mitch. So, um, how do you like? Where do you put Mitch in that situation? How do you handle that? Like, he's probably got to go to the dunker spot. You got to have one of your maybe Randall screens, maybe Grimes screens, whoever it is. They got to figure that stuff out. But like, there are I'm way more encouraged by the signs I've seen from them in handling this stuff over this last month than I've ever had before under Tips because under Tips before it just felt like if a team played zone or a team trapped or a team blitz, we were just like oh my God, like, how do we play basketball now? Um, And now it feels like they at least are searching in the right direction for answers. It's not always clean. And and look, the other thing is, I mean, they talked about this on the broadcast. I don't know if you guys listened to Simmons Pod this week, but he had like, they were talking about, they had this whole segment on like the zombie heat and how they just won't go away. They've had so many bullshit fucking wins this year. So many bullshit wins. Like hero game winners, stupid game like stupid comebacks like they've had like so many last second type of shots um they're one of this they're still an elite defense they had that stat today on the on the uh, on the broadcast where it was like 34 of their 63 games have been decided by five points or less uh, i think they said like it was like 11 of their last 12 or whatever like they just play close games it no matter who they play where they play for the most part they're playing close games other than this weird stretch they had recently where they just got their shit packed like it, it it's probably it was probably always going to come down to come down to a close game and like inherently close games to some extent come down to players making plays in a lot of situations and you know look the refs really fucked us in a lot of the close game situations today but like at least we Randall bailed us out uh, and got us that win so yeah and and as ace ace bouchard said this and this is actually true the heat's net rating is actually ass cheeks before co- coming into tonight they had a negative point difference. I think it was neg- negative 0.5. They had an expected win loss of 30 and 33. Their actual win loss was 33 and 30 coming into today. So, like, they're outperforming their point differential pretty significantly. Um, they should probably be, like, on the fringes of the play-in versus where they are. So, 
they are just a weird team, but um, yeah, look, it's great win. And just, I, I just can't say enough about like Randall and just all these guys is just really, and, and the nice thing is like every game, there's multiple different guys, right? It's like, it's not just Randall hero for like six games in a row or Brunson hero. Like it's like Brunson last game, Randall tonight. Like it's, it's different guys every night. And then also just getting nice contributions down the line also. So it's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's great. It's great right now. Um, they were using Hart as a screener too. Um, and I think that they need to get better at, so Josh Josh Hart or white Hart. Josh Hart, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, I agree with you that Hardenstein is already a good option. Like that, him in those four on three situations, he's going to make a lot of good decisions. But Randall and Josh Hart, if you go back and watch like a replay or whatever, you just watch these possessions, they're so clearly trying to force the switch. And it's like it didn't, it's like it didn't um, settle into them that the heat were just blitzing and they weren't like, you know, that wasn't what they were doing. They had to be a release valve. Uh, I think it was uh, Ariel posted on Twitter. He's, he talked about how important it was for quickly to be out there with Brunson because quickly is their best release valve. Like when, when Brunson gets doubled or he gets blitzed having quickly as that release valve, because he knows where to position himself. He knows how to react and he knows how to, you know, take advantage of those four on three situations. Julius can be so much better in those situations. This isn't a criticism of Julius, but like that is an, I mean, that's a scary thing. Like we were just talking about Julius, you know, second team, all NBA, he has clear areas for improvement. Like you, you should not be able to blitz Brunson the way you are. Julius Randall needs to punish them. He needs to be the guy who says every single time they blitz Brunson, I'm going to be in the right spot and I'm going to be your release valve and I'm going to act quick and take advantage of this advantage, like capitalize on this advantage. Because when Brunson gets blitzed, if Randall's just that release valve, you have Julius Randall with a mismatch. He can't, he can't think like, Oh, we're just trying to force a switch or, Oh, I'm going to catch and jab. And Oh, I, he has to catch and act. And he wasn't doing that tonight. And neither was Josh Hart. I don't think they were prepared for it. But hopefully this game prepares them for the next time when Jalen Brunson is blitzed, because that is going to be a primary attack of our offense is to try and take Jalen Brunson out of games that way. And Julius Randle is just too talented for that. It's like, you know, we, we get mad earlier in the season, like we shouldn't be able to just be a team that they just go zone against, you know? Like, oh, we're just going to go zone against you and take away your offense. No, fuck that. We're too talented. We should be smarter than that. And we've taken that away. Next step, we need to punish teams for blitzing Jalen Brunson when Julius Randle is on the floor. And that is – Julius Randle needs to take that upon himself, and I think he can. I think he's up to the task. Yeah. Like there's – like you said, there's a lot of low-hanging fruit for him, which is crazy because you don't really think about a lot of low-hanging fruit for somebody who, again, we're thinking of as second-team All-NBA. Now, if he gets that honor, I'm not sure because I feel like LeBron and KD – are going to be LeBron and KD, and they're going to have voters. But, like... I, I think he'll get it over LeBron this year, to be honest. If LeBron doesn't play the end of I the year, like... I can see it. I, I really don't think the voters will. Oh, yeah, he's out. They he's might out, put a third right? team. Yeah, he's out to the end of the season, basically, they said. So, like... Yeah. I think third, yeah, good, third, team, yeah. I could, third team I could see for LeBron, but no. And, and even second team... I think K... I, I would be... 
I think KD will get a little bit punished for getting traded. And like he missed a shit ton of time. Yeah, he's missed so much time. Like I think that matters. I think the fact that Julius like plays every single game that should matter. And I think it will matter to some voters just because like availability is the best ability. So And Brunson's missed what, like five games? Four. Yeah. Four? About around that, Four. yeah. He missed three he missed the Texas trip and then he mixed the um game with the Miami. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, like both those guys, they I mean that's the best thing about this team. And I guess like there'll be people that'll be like, Well, that's why they don't have like their upside in the playoffs is limited. I'm like, Yeah, again, if we're locked in if we just get locked into this four or five matchup, that's you just can't apply that to them. I'm like, Oh yeah, like is is Dean Wade's availability gonna be like the fucking yeah, that's the big, uh, <laughs> that's the big swing fucking factor here for the Cavs. Like, no, they just they're, can they don't we, get, can, they don't get can that. Can somebody besides Dean Wade catch a stray on this post game? What the fuck is going on? Look, look, at, look at look at who you're look at who you're doing the post game with. <laughs> We're all all of us are going to pick Dean Wade. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's an easy target. Yeah, you want to pick like, Chetty Osman? Like, come on. Yeah, yeah, and Ch- Chetty's Chetty's you know he's Turkish and. And Ricky Rubio, Ricky Rubio, Spanish. So they're like, you know, they're covered. They're good. <laughs> <laughs> They've got some ethnicity. <laughs> They've got some ethnic background. Dude, do you I mean, look, Wichita, Ke- like he's an easy target. Come on. <laughs> if Kevin Love was still on the team, we would say Kevin Love. Yes. Oh, Kevin Love? I'm not sure. Yo, can we I just say, it. I think I'm surprised. Kevin, I thought Kevin Love should have played more actually for them in this game. I'm a little bit. Surprised. I'm surprised we didn't exploit Mitch on him more often. There you go. Like, why that's, didn't that's, we go to like pick and rolls and lobs on him? Sam. I'm, so, that, no, I'm that's, sorry, that's, that's, keep going. But I was just what you were saying, Sam, is exactly right. I can't. Yeah. I, I I didn't mean to interrupt, but yes, you're right. Keep going. Keep keep expanding on that point. I mean, I had Mitch ten points, so that's another reason why um, <laughs> Dude, I, I wanted us to exploit that. But yeah, I'm just surprised that we didn't exploit that much more. Um, but yeah, um, you code TBPN. You won money. Stop they it. did. I did. Shout out Cam Reddish. <laughs> you bet Cam Reddish. Um, I thought I tailed someone on Twitter. Um, they had Cam Reddish and Dejounte Murray four threes each, and that somehow cashed today. Yeah, well, well, let me let me look at this box score. I want to see the box score is actually insane for that game. Like that game literally makes no sense. By the way, <laughs> shout out to NBA Reddish Friday. is. Reddish is hilarious, man. 25 that... points, 17, 17 shots, minus 14 in the, in the starting lineup. <laughs> like, worst minus on the, in the starting lineup. I just, I don't care. Oh, I, it, look, hopefully, that's that's not my problem anymore. Schwinn, this yeah. comment's for you, from Menno F. Um, Schwinn's Nightmare Hooper equals Grant Williams' appearance. Wow, that's very harsh. Um, Macau Bridges' skill set and Jimmy Butler's whistle. You know, it's funny, though. Like, I, I generally, like, I, every time I watch Butler play the Knicks, I get really annoyed by his whistle. But when they're not playing the Knicks, I'm like, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I don't really care. I don't. Jimmy Butler doesn't annoy me as much as like Harden. Harden, Harden's whistle is the one that like Embiid's whistle, Embiid's and DeRozan's whistle. This is the Sixers whistle in general. Like I can't watch them play. I cannot. And DeRozan watch them play. too. DeRozan's absolutely. Yeah, and the, I mean the the Raptors too. Like Siakam. Oh yeah, they oh, get God. they get away with prison ball. Siakam's the, yeah, the, pet move. His pet move is to like. Euro step into your body and be like, ah, I'm like, did you just get assaulted? Like, what the fuck is going on? And he does, he does. I'm telling you, you could count it. I, I'm going to do this next time I watch them play. If I watch them play a game, start to finish, I'm going to count 
how many times this guy fucking screams. It's got to be like 25 a game. It has to be. It's crazy. Every time he, he drives, he he's leads like, the league in screams for 36. Yeah. 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 He is. It's wild, dude. Like, it's like, if I was a ref at some point, I'd be same, like, I need you to move. shut up. Yeah. It's the same move. It's the, the he does, the, the, he, it's this while he's walking into your body and he just goes, like he's wacky waving and arm flailing, like the two men outside the, outside the car dealership and he's just doing this. And they call fouls. And for some reason, he's averaging eight free throws a game. There's like, well, you know, that's a really good acting performance. You know, you deserve an Oscar. We're going to give you the fouls. Like, God, I hate Pascal Siakam. I'm not Julius the, thing, the, th- the thing about Siakam, and it, it relates to what we had to deal with tonight. Um, There you go. Great. I mean, Jordan Bob, there you go. The, points for the thing about the thing about Siakam is, and the Raptors in general, is the Raptors flail and flop and get these light calls on offense as much as any team in the league, and then defensively they're just—I mean, Sam just said it—they're playing prison ball. And so, like I said earlier on the pod, the refs—the most important thing they need to do is be consistent. You can't send Siakam to the line twenty times because he gets smacked on the wrist and he exaggerates the contact and then let them get away with what they get away with on the other end of the court. You have to call it consistently. We go through every single one of Jimmy Butler's foul calls tonight where he shot free throws. I guarantee you, I guarantee you not one of them was worse than when Hero threw R.J. Barrett out of bounds in the first in the first half on that layup. Literally was one of the most blatant fouls I've ever seen, no call. And I, I guarantee you not one of Butler's foul calls was worse than that. You have to have a consistent whistle. I don't care if it's tight. I don't care if it's loose. Call it the same way. That's the only, like, and I get they're human. I guess, I guess it's never going to be perfect. But tonight was so far from perfect. It was insane. No, there, there was that one where Hart drove in the fourth quarter right before a timeout. And, like, he clearly he got fouled. Like, I don't even, yeah, I, I don't even know how you cannot call that. And I'm just like, the ball went, like, 35 feet out of bounds. He's collapsed on the floor like Superman. I, I'm like, you there's got to be something there like that's either i don't even think like, it has to just be a foul there's nothing there's no other possible outcome um it was it was out of control today outrageous um again the knicks coming out of a game like that a whistle like that to win that says a lot that that is a big time win that's probably a win that you know just so considering the math involved yeah, the, the, the math involved there, he probably shouldn't shouldn't win, um, but they did, and so you take that to the bank. Eleven and games. Suck it, Eric Spolstra. Yeah, Said fuck you. Out of a hundred times, oh, 99 times we win this game. Well, this is the one time you did it, so suck it. Yeah, and and you know what? Like, wait, I, did I, he say that was, about this game? Yes. No, he he wasn't, but he wasn't talking about the free throws. He was talking about the, the he was saying like if that's the shot, he was basically saying like if that's the shot you give, he's basically saying it's to be a shot. Yeah, like he was like, if that's if that's a shot that beats us, that's he, was doing, he, was doing that's shot. he was doing he was doing the he was doing the Paul George, that's a bad shot. Paul George, yeah, but yep. but like like somebody somebody responded to what I said to that, and and they were like, well, you know, it goes around comes around, you know, basically, and and the the Celtics like the Celtics game, we got a really good whistle, and they didn't, and like I agree, but like that's what makes this winning this game so much like very impressive to me is because we did get a bad whistle in this game instead of like the entire team melting down and getting thrown out and crying about it in the post game. Like, uh, you know, fucking Jason Tatum and genius Joe Mazzula did. Um, like they just, they got the win. They, they, and actually like, I thought the Knicks did a, I, I didn't like the technical foul that Hart got called for because the only reason he got called for attack 
is because he said that's a fucking foul. That's it. That's what he said. He said that's a, a fucking foul. Tech. It's such a that, that's tech. what he got a tech for. Um, and he was right. Me, that's not a, yeah, it was a foul. That that was that's a or it's not. Sorry, that's not a fucking foul because he got it on defense. Um, it, it was not a foul. Whatever. I don't think you should call a, a fucking tech because a guy dropped the f bomb. Like, relax. That's so. But whatever. Weird. Like, like, they they they. That's so fucking spineless. I thought Randall, Randall especially, like this is maybe the best I've seen him in terms of like keeping his composure um, through like a bullshit whistle. Like I, thought, yeah, I just he thought was in getting general, the hit team on like a bunch of jumpers. Did a good job of keeping in the pain. composure. Yeah, yeah, she went to your credit. He was getting a hit on a bunch of tough jumpers versus Jimmy Butler. Yep. Yeah, and so like uh, again, that's the difference. Like last year, Randall one thousand percent gets tossed from this game. Like oh, there's no question in my mind. For tossed. sure. <laughs> so huge difference. Didn't even get a tech tonight, and the team did not. They. They, I don't even, I see, I, I don't even like calling it like they, they nearly pissed away the lead. I just thought like, it's hard not to give away lead if you just can't play defense. Like, also like the lead wasn't that defense. substantial. It wasn't like we yeah. were blowing them out like the Nets game. Like it was yeah. like a it's seventeen. Not, it's not like we were up twenty eight. It's not like we were yeah. up twenty eight and lost a game by ten, like certain other teams tonight. <laughs> Shout out Boston. Um, Tyrese, to your um Randall on the road thing. Um, Max Wildstein tweeted out Julius Randle's last 21 road games now 30.9 points per game 50.3% from the field 41.7% from three 63.9 true shooting percentage the closest thing we've seen to peak broad <laughs> specifically okay. on the road okay right. one's like okay yeah. <laughs> Just, you know listen oh man Okay, I'm gonna read up Bron's numbers because he thinks I'm bullshitting. Shout out Julius Randle no, again. I, I don't. I don't think you're bullshitting. I just don't care. Let's Can we talk it. about that? Julius Randle getting the, like the infamous double bang. Like only like four other players in like the league have ever gotten that. Melo got that right. No, I, no, I think Curry did. Curry um, did. Melo didn't get Curry that for the Eastern game. No. no. What about the What about the Chicago game? No. Nope. Oh yeah, that's that's Eastern game. Double bang. Nope. He never got the double bang. Kyrie definitely got it. Did KD it was get Curry, it? It was No. It's oh, Curry, Curry got it for that crazy shot against OKC. Yeah. Versus OKC, yeah. Yeah, that was the first one. Eric Gordon got one in the bubble. Luca got one in the bubble. Weird as yeah. hell. What a Eric worst. Gordon does not deserve one. Like nothing yeah. in the bubble deserves anything. The bubble is the <laughs> dumbest period of basketball ever played. I refuse to acknowledge it. Everything that happened there is a joke. Jamal Murray shot 47%. Luca got the double bang in the bubble. Yeah. 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 See, this the bubble. This is why, like, even Breen, even Breen inflated his numbers in the bubble. Two double bangs in the bubble. Get the fuck out of here, Mike. Oh, no, Come no. On. The Eric Gordon one wasn't in the bubble. It, it was versus the. No, it wasn't. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. It was versus the Lakers. It was versus um, the um, Lakers in the regular season game. Um, Marcus, Marcus Smart got the double oh, bang yeah, versus Mark, us Mark, yeah. um, in the opener yeah. last year for the buzzer oh, beater. Oh, God. The and yeah, got that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, Marcus Smart and Eric Gordon getting double banks. Gross. Yuck. Mike Breen wasting his talents on guys like that. Mike so the Green first Nick, first Nick with a double bank. Yeah. Uh huh. It was the perfect ball. moment for it. I mean, that was like an insane shot. Like it, it felt like the shot like kind of like froze in, in time for a little bit as it was like going in the air. And then, like, when it finally went down, it was just like, man, watching the, if you watch the Heat's bench on the replay, they look absolutely fucking just demolished when that thing went down. That was amazing. 
Yeah, man, Tyler Hero, Tyler Hero's whining on Twitter right now because apparently video showed that he didn't step out of bounds on that out of bounds. Oh, cry about it. Jimmy Butler got like 30 million free throws tonight. Like, suck on some eggs tonight, buddy. Go be a father. Yeah, go be a good (laughs) father. Fucking idiot. Bomb. Sick, sick burn, guys. (laughs) Doesn't he have like, doesn't he have like, does he have like eagle tattoos or something on his back? He has some whack ass tattoos, right? Oh, whatever. I don't care. Like he's a fucking <laughs> he's a fucking loser with pubes on his chin. Get the fuck out of here. Tyrese's like heel turn on 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 Tyler Hero after like being one of his b- biggest supporters is like absolutely remarkable. That was a really way. that was such a gross period of Tyrese's life, and I'm happy. <laughs> I hope y'all all know it was a bit, right? <laughs> bit. That was not that's a bit. Ex- it was. That's yeah, an was excuse for doing something very embarrassing in the past, and you know, trying to get over it. I mean, it, yeah, it was it was a bit. Anyway. Me me wanting Randall traded was a bit. Everybody knows that. That was just me wanting Bibbs fired and Julius Randall <laughs> traded was all a bit. The fact that you're saying his name now after you wouldn't say his name for the first twenty games of the season is real gross from you. I oh, mean, yeah. hey, you, he's he's earned his name rights, you know. What the? It fuck? was long. It, it was longer than just. It was longer than just the first because it was like at the end of last year too. He was calling him thirty. So it was a long time. Yeah. Dude, he's, like, his, he's he's long he's long earned his name rights back. He can be called Julius <laughs> Randle now. I mean, I tweet about the guy now. Like, come on. Why is why are Nets fans tweeting on Mitchell Robinson's stat line when they just won a game when they were down twenty seven? They are so they're they're such little brothers. That's that's what it is. They can't help being little brothers. <laughs> that, that's um, are they crying? Are they saying we got lucky? That's good. No, they're saying that he was a minus twenty-three, and they're like they because of the whole thing about him saying he was the best center in New York thing. The tweet, which he is, that's cool. I'm happy that they're looking at our box scores and caring about that. It's good to know. Dude, imagine caring about the Knicks after you just made the biggest comeback of the NBA. Okay, I'm just going to address this right now. Yes, I did. Guess what, Larry Israel? Why don't you go back and look at our interaction the night that Emmanuel quickly got drafted? We had a meltdown. We get it, dude. I, I fucked up. Some of us fuck up sometimes. It's fine. Hey, we, we all we all have messed up and we have all, you know, we, learned from our mistakes. We've long acknowledged it. We've long acknowledged it. We Schwinn, you had a great point about the 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 Nick Claxton thing. Like they were so sure they were like title favorites, title contenders. They won one playoff series, and now they're like Oh shit! We need something else to latch on to, and so now it's like Nick Claxton is this great piece. All of a sudden, it's like, oh man, just take your L and move on, guys. It's it's okay. We've had to deal with it this whole fucking millennium. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just what? What are they? What? Who cares? Like they're just they're mad that like they don't matter anymore, um, and that's cool. Like I'm happy that your energy now is all focused on. Who's the best center in New York? You know, I remember those times. I remember happy those birthday. times. Happy birthday, Cam Johnson. Fucking boomer. He's like 27. He's really I'm 27, old. though. God damn. Go be a father. Oh, right. Start a family. <laughs> um, Ace Bouchard says, Dip should have went with JB, IQ, RJ, um, Julius, Mitch. Not sure Hart did much to deserve Cardi Blanche, but it is understandable why Dibs has trust in Hart to recover and finish the game well. Cardi Blanche? Carte Blanche, I mean. Um, it is it is eleven forty five on a Friday night and I've been doing report cards all day. So Yeah. Um I still think I still would have closed his heart over RJ. I, I just don't think RJ was 
I, I had a really big problem with him defensively in the second half. Yeah, I mean, even when he came back in, I mean, Hart, I mean, not Hart, Hero got a whole bunch of like openings on like drives and stuff like that, which kind of like. It, luckily, we were we didn't like suffer so much from it, but like it was still annoying to like have to watch the defense kind of like scramble just a, a bit um, on those pick and roll coverages um, with um, Bam and Hero. Um, and there was this one play where like Hero got a lob to 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 um, Bam, and I think that lob probably doesn't happen if IQ's on him because I think IQ just bothers him a little bit more on that on that um, on that play. Yeah, oh, because I feel we're... like we haven't talked about IQ enough. Well, he... It's... All I was going to say is, like, that that play, like, yeah, it's it's actually a really nice pass by Hero. But, like, RJ is... He, if you go back and watch that play, RJ's lagging behind him on one screen. Then they rescreen. He's lagging behind. Like, he's always fucking behind. He's never attached. He's never fucking attached. Like, just... It, it's just a, so annoying to watch. He had one today where he's, like... Like, I think um, Cody Martin... He came out from the corner to receive a pass, and RJ like he like sees him, and then he starts running, and then Martin catches the ball, and then he's easily able to turn the corner and just go straight to the rim for for a line drive layup. And like it's like RJ's never there; he's never cutting it off; he's never stopping it at source. He's always fucking behind. And then the play that drove me absolutely nuts. It was maybe it was it was some point in the second half. I don't remember when exactly. Oh, it was the end of the end of the third quarter the last possession that Miami had, they like got an offensive rebound. So there's kind of a scramble and hero gets the ball at the top of the key. They're trying to set a screen for him. And, and quickly he's like telling RJ, like come up higher so we can fucking trap him. And RJ is just standing there. He just stands. Nope. Schwinn's in the matrix. Like it's just, I, he's like, like IQ screaming at him. Like, Fucking cut, show out higher, like, show, and he's just standing there doing nothing. He just stands there. Luckily, we got a steal and it quickly almost made a like ridiculous half court three. But it's like, I just don't understand what's going through his brain sometimes. Because like the first half, I watched, and I'm like, okay, he's like, he's playing fine defense right now. This is a good, good sign. And then the second half comes out, and I'm like, this guy's like 15 steps behind everything. I, I just really don't understand it. Yo, Jimmy Butler on whether he will play the second of a back to back. I don't even know if I'll wake up in the morning. That's the way the world works. Damn, this loss got him down that bad. Yeah, Jesus, so, this guy's like philosophical. There, okay. he's like he's like accepting like death at this point. Like, dude, you Julius Julius Randall is so good. He's turning Jimmy Butler into Socrates. You know, like he's dropping fucking, <laughs> dropping fucking pearls of wisdom over there in the press conference. He's just a cornball, man. Like, who cares? Go make some coffee, nigga. You'll be all right. <laughs> like, you'll be all right, man. <laughs> you'll be yeah. all right. The play, the, the play where Hero threw that really, really nice lob pass to Bam Adebayo, mm-hmm. that was another one where RJ just he just got lost on a screen and Mitch is, Mitch is playing one-on-two. Yep. And Mitch defended that as well as he could. Like, Mitch yep. actually stayed with Hero and, made it, and then made him throw, like, an impossible lob pass. And it was like, <laughs> good comment by Andrew Steele. <laughs> um, fuck, that's good. Um, yeah, uh, God, he made me lose my train of thought. Oh, yeah. Um, he was playing Hero and Bam one on two. And uh, he he forced Hero to commit like he was going to pull up. And then when Hero pulled up, he 
retreated and and hero either had to take a really awkward one-legged shot or throw a really tough lob pass and he executed it really well that was a great play by harrow but um mitch basically had to do god god's work because rj was just lost on the screen and didn't recover well at all um shout out to mitch by the way um gave us a little scare gave us a little anthony davis type scare with the um, with the, it looked like he he had hurt his knee, and then he stayed in the game, which showed nice toughness and resolve from him. Um, and he was able to finish out the game. So you know, shout out to Tim, Mitch. Tim's probably got a massive boner when he stayed in the game. Like, oh my god, <laughs> look at how tough he is! Oh my god, <laughs> it's one of my guys. <laughs> ice, ice. <laughs> No, but that 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 was that was big because usually like Mitch like usually when he suffers like those injuries he's like so quick to like he'll he'll like try to stay in but then he'll like limp off the court and then like that will be the last we see of Mitch and then we will hear like he's out for like whatever how many games but you know glad he was able to stay in and 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 help us win this game so yeah um let's get to another comment here. Oh, before we carry on Kendrick Perkins is coming to the Garden. Just announced that's it on Twitter. That's what he said. Oh, shout out Kendrick Perkins. He's been he's been riding for the Knicks for a minute now. For whatever reason, <laughs> I, don't, I I guess he loves Tibbs that much from his time in Boston. I don't know, like, like how Tibbs got a weird collective like, of like supporters throughout the media. Like, it's got to be the weird like what guys like uniting Kendrick Perkins and like Charles Barkley together. It's a weird dichotomy that Tibbs brings out of people. And like somehow um, Julius Randle's like seen as like this respected player amongst like all of the old heads. It's like the TNT crew loves Julius Randle for some reason. I don't Angela now, now that Shaq knows his name. He loves him. What was yeah. he calling him? It's, it was something like Jeff Randall or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Julius Julius Randolph. He called him Randolph. Julius. Yeah, that's what it was. Um yeah, no, he he was it's because like he's the one guy that like shoots a lot of threes that gets away with it because he's so physical. So they're just like, oh yeah, 90s, 90s, baby. You could have played in our era. I uh, <laughs> uh, no, wait, you you were talking about, yeah, I thought Quick was awesome tonight. Like he, you can just tell right now he's playing with like, this is the most confidence I've seen him play with maybe ever. Like as a rookie, he played with a shit ton of confidence and confidence end of last year. But like, this feels totally different. This feels like confidence and also like, confidence when he's shooting but it's almost like confidence in the sense of like he knows he's in control right now he knows exactly where his shots are coming from what shots are good shots for him what shots are not like he, he's he's so in control right now um yeah i i just think he, he's he's been, he's been awesome he's been really really good Question. and again in the fourth quarter i don't know why he got pulled when he did he had some um, huge momentum threes in both yeah. halves too yeah Question. massive two massive threes in the fourth hit a massive floater like when the offense was kind of stalling out and then he had that nice drive and kind of dish for that Hartenstein push mm-hmm. floater shot from the baseline. That was nice. Like he had a really good fourth quarter. Do you guys think that a very quick is going to hit 62 shooting to end the season? What is he at now? 50 he's at point two. Uh, I can check. I think he's at oh, right now. Yeah. Basketball reference has it updated. No, basketball reference. Is it he's at 57.4. I, I, I didn't mean basketball reference. I meant NBA.com. Sorry. 57.4. He's at 57.4. There's 17 games left. Yeah. And 53.6 EFG. I think he might get there. I think the free throws are going to have to come up, but like, there's a chance. Okay. He, he might top out of the 59. I, I just think he wins this damn award, man. He, dude, 
He has, he has to, to win it. He has to win he it. He has to. Like, the way the Lions have moved the last... I it's insane. 48 I Well, like, rightfully so, though. Like, his I games have matched, like, what we're, like... Like, he, his games have matched why the lines are moving. Like, he's been consistently really great for this team. And it's not just the scoring. It's, like, the defense, the rebounding, the playmaking. Like, everything. When is the last time you see the Lions shift that heavily in the span of 48 hours? I've never seen that. Yeah. Like the fact, I think, I think the market. Let me see what he's at right now. He might be damn near even. I I think uh, it's it's before the game. He was at plus two ten. He might be closer to like one fifty. He might have dropped to one fifty. You know, I just don't think there's a lot of money on that market, so I think that's why it moves so fast. So I, they probably got a lot of action because it was it the the pricing. He's at plus one ninety now. Plus one ninety after that. The, Wait, where, the, the, where are you seeing that, Sam? FanDuel. But like, uh, the, I'm telling you, the reason why I moved, he was at what? Like, he was like plus like 10,000 or something. He was something yeah. crazy like a week ago, right? He, he was 15,000. He was 15,000 a week ago, Schwen. Yeah. So like, I don't think there's a lot of liquidity in that market. And I bet what happened is people saw that and were like, what the fuck? This is stupid. So I'm going to, you probably got like, <laughs> like a thousand people putting like, you know, five, 10, 15 bucks on it. All of a sudden, it's like, wait, we're like way over leveraged now. So it's crashing down the odds heavy. Um, and it's going to raise up other guys' odds. But like, I don't know if he's going to end up the favorite, but like, it's obvious that, that that spread made no sense. And I don't care what any of these fucking guys say about like, you know, I don't like the advanced stats for this award as much as I like it for other awards. Shut up, man. Like, you Peter can't. Griffin just, is talking about. Yeah, I mean, but it's not just him. Like, it, like I, that Athletic had an article last week where it was like six guys or whatever. It was three, four guys talking about the Six Man of the Year award, and it's like, oh well, you know, quickly doesn't play as big of a role as Brogdon does, and it's like, dude, he plays more minutes, like, and he has played more minutes and plays more games, and like, he's is way more important. He's way more important to the success of the Knicks than Brogdon is for the the Celtics. That's just Brogdon's not even like, the Six Man. Brogdon's their seventh man. Dirk White's their yeah. sixth man. Yeah, like, and that's what that's my point. Like, he there's no way he's as crucial to the team. And um, the only thing I'm worried about is Hart now coming here. I feel like Hart might take some of the shine from quickly off the bench because he's obviously been super valuable. I mean, not like if they lose, if he doesn't get six man because Hart is just that impactful, like so be it. That sounds like a good problem. Um, but I would hate if that was the reasoning. Well, it's like, oh well, Hart is the one. Like they took off once they got Josh Hart, and it's like. We stayed fucking afloat because of Emmanuel Quickly. Get the fuck out of my face. Like, like no. Like, Quickly, Quickly's been awesome this year. He's been awesome his entire career. So it's nice that, like, finally people around the league are like, oh, like, I, I that was the funniest thing leading up to the trade line deadline. Like, all these bullshit-ass fucking fans from other teams would come with these bullshit-ass trades. It was like, oh, like, I there's this guy. Uh, he's a big secret. I, I don't think the Knicks know what they have in him. His name is Emmanuel Quickly. Uh, I I know him because I watch so much NBA basketball. Uh, I think we should try and trade Alex Caruso for him and a protected first, and let's see how that goes. I think we can no, do that. They were thing. Thing. We, think we needed to get the the first. They would that's, get, we that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It was like it was like oh let's give let's go trade them Caruso for quickly and a protected first. Granted, like, Alex for Emmanuel quickly was the nastiest this season of the And the logic was literally just like, well, it's the Knicks, and he's been in trade rumors, and I'm like. The, the trade Hello, rumors weren't that they want Grace Allen. Like, the, all the rumors were like they wanted significant draft capital for him. 
So how does that help? So they valued him highly. Kevin O'Crackhead was like bones for quickly straight up. They also had that weird fucking pod like that they him and Vernon did a, a couple weeks before that where they were talking about like the Suns tra- like there was rumors right Suns were interested in quickly or like Rogier or something and they're like oh well like quickly's on a core piece and I'm like y- yes he is like that's exactly what he is he's like a 23 year old core piece I don't and I, I called them out on Twitter, and they were both like, oh, that's not what we meant. Like, you misinterpreted what we said. And I'm like, like, we both I saw that interaction. Him. That was hilarious. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I, I, I was like, yeah, I agree. Like, you did compliment him after that, which made your initial comment on him extremely fucking weird to be, like, super complimentary of his play, but lead it all off by being like, yeah, but he's not a core piece. And then spent, like, five minutes being like, yeah, his defense has been really good. I like how he's been scoring. I'm like, so that that's a core piece? Like, that sounds like you're talking about a core piece. <laughs> I don't understand the point here. He's just, I mean, I don't know how I can, I would die for him. Honestly, like I I love him him so much. I just, every game, I had to, I mean, me and Sam were like literally on you and Tyrese. I'm sorry, Tyrese. I mean, you you threw some shade at me to open the show. So I got, no, um, but but no, the three of us were on here last year, every single post game. And we were like, I mean, we knew quickly was so good and so impactful, but we would be on here and like, you know, he has a four for 13 game and we're just like, guys, he's still really good. We promise. Like, we're just like, he's still a really good player. <laughs> we were like, his deep, we were like, yo, guys, look at his defense tonight. Like, it was amazing. Fucking, look, at the, look at this dig he made, you know, like, and now we don't have to do that anymore. It's just like, he's putting up. It's so refreshing. Percentage games. It's amazing. Yeah, it's he's so good. Like, he's so important to the team. It's Small obvious to me that he's like, he he's a confidence player. Like he needs to feel confident. Needs to feel like the the like that his coach believes in him. I think there's like like you could see at the end of last year, right when it was obvious like Rose is done, Kemba's gone. He knew he was gonna play whatever he was gonna play like twenty five thirty minutes a night. He took off, um, and like he like you could tell this year once they went to that short rotation, it felt like it was locked in that he was gonna play you know, fucking however many minutes a night. And he knew his role. He knows his role. Yeah, he knows his role. He knows exactly what his rotations are going to be. Like, there's that, that I think when he knows that, he plays confidently. Because his rookie year, all throughout his rookie year, no matter how he shot or whatever, like, I thought the confidence in, in his play was steady the entire year. And it was because his role was the same the entire year, basically. Um, yeah. And I thought last year it was a lot more rocky. And at the start of this year, it was weird, right? It was like he started off the season being the first guard off the bench, but then it was like we had Rose doing it. It, it was just – it got weird. But once it went back to just like quickly as the first guard off the bench, I think since that point, you've seen it, – it, this is not this is like steady fucking play every night. Every night, you're getting exactly the same level from him. And that is – that is the – that's the goal for every young player – Flashes are important. Stretches are important. But when you turn stretches into like consistent game in, game out, week in, week out, month in, month out, like that's how you stack seasons. And right now he's like stacking up a season. Um, and like this is what like we all talk about with RJ, right? Where it's like, how does this guy have like 20 games where you're like, he's making the leap? And then all of a sudden you're like, is he fat? Like, is that, <laughs> did he just get fat? Like, 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 I, you, it's, it, 
he's the one young player right now that is established and Mitch to his credit. Um, both those guys I think are like, have hit now a baseline of like every single night or you know, like generally speaking, right. If you play 82 games in a year out of those 82, I, I would, I feel like they're at a level where it's like 70 of those games are going to be good games, good, good games for them. And I don't, that's I don't, the have, level you I, don't have, I don't have any way of knowing this, but the Knicks right now, of all the people in their rotation, they're only losing one player's on minutes and one player's off minutes. Has there ever been a team that's just, regardless of the player, like they've won every player's on and every player's off minutes? That feels like something that would be incredibly rare to me. Like there's just somebody who like is just randomly, they're just losing his minutes, like whether it's on or off. They're obviously yeah, I mean, quickly is the see, only you see that with like you see that with Brogdon, right? Brogdon has like a good his on court rating is fine, but his on off sucks. Um, right, like it's it's just that, and that actually is normal for like good teams. But that kind of shows you it, it's corny, right? When Tibbs is like, oh, like we're, I think we have eight, seven starters, like any like calls quick and hard starters. It's kind of cheesy, but like that the numbers kind of bear it out, right? It's like they win everybody's minutes except for the one guy, um, Tyrese's favorite player. Uh, <laughs> but yeah like it's, I it's good so right over i don't know over i'm so still very ha- I, i'm i'm very happy with um with quickly right now he's he's been great he's been awesome this is a comment for i guess tyrese from andrew Steele. randall's winning mvp and Get first of all the yeah. no dumb comments <laughs> I thought you would like this one. This one like fits right into your school of thought. I mean, he's right, but get dog off my screen. <laughs> Yo, the the best. Oh, sorry, the best part about this um this Randall game winning shot or whatever too is that it happened right in front of the Heat bench. Like, or their celebration was right in front of the Heat bench. It's so good. <laughs> it's yeah. it, like they must have been so annoyed having to like see every single Nick. Walk over in that direction to celebrate with Randall. <laughs> dude, and quickly, like everybody was talking shit. Like there was like that one dude, like that one fan next to his Nick fan friend who just like, had the mean long face. Shout out to Nick's fans pulling up in Miami, by the way. That was the loudest away chant I've ever heard. Like they, this, it legit sounded like MSG for like that with that game yeah. winner. <laughs> that was insane. God, that was, what a what a great game, man. Like, I'm, I'm still like trying to wrap my head around it. I'm still like retweeting every single like video I can of like those clutch shots that he hit. That was just an insane win. He did the pet Ewing, like. Yeah, he 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 was really going for that. Like he like trying to he kept trying to get in front of the crowd and like do that. Don't worry, he was really going for it. We're making it real this playoffs, dude. We're making it real. We're gonna recreate it. Uh, I can't. The Clippers I can't, really gonna lose again. <laughs> I, mean, I can't wait for like 15 years from now we're putting 30 in the rafters. They're so weird. Uh, <laughs> they're let, me really just... let me tell you something, Tyrese. You're what, 20, 23? 23. Yeah, no, trust me. Like, wait. Don't say you wait. You want to wait. Enjoy your next like seven years. After that, it's all downhill. <laughs> oh man, you think about six years? Oh man, whoa, whoa. where did that come from? Once you once you hit thirty, I'll tell you, it's just downhill from there. Six Jesus more years, huh? God, where did that come from? 
Shout out to Doug once again. Smash that subscribe button. Um, there's 43 of y'all. Make sure y'all hit that like button. Yeah, that subscribe button if y'all new. Um, yeah, let's keep going with these comments. Um, all right, let me see. Jordan Bob asks, do you think the Knicks can get the third seed in the Eastern Conference, or do you want the Knicks to get the fourth seed and be content with that? I think the third seed is way more possible than we're giving credence to because they're only three and a half games back and the Sixers stick. And but we definitely you have want, a, we, we definitely want the three seed. Like we can be pumped about where we can be um uh like positive about the matchup with the Cavs and think we have a chance against them. I think that's reasonable. But like the Nets might get the six seed. Like that's like all of a sudden we go from like a pick em. We all of a sudden we go from like a pick em, you know, maybe as the four seed, we'd be like minus 125, minus 150 in a series against Cleveland to like the Knicks will be minus 200, minus 300 in a series against the Cavs, the way they're playing, or excuse me, against the Nets, the way they're playing right now. If they can get the three seed, you want, and then not to mention every single person on here agrees that. Milwaukee is the one team we're afraid of. All of a sudden, as the three seed, you get that three two against Boston instead of the one four against Milwaukee. Like more favorable matchups. Like get the three. Get it. <laughs> like to put it to context, the Knicks have the twenty first hardest schedule after tonight. The Sixers have the second hardest schedule. They play three more games, and they play twice against the Bucks. Another game against the Celtics. Another game against the Nuggets. Another game against the Cavs. Oh, wow. Played, I didn't realize the schedule was that fucking rough. They, what the hell? They played the Suns. Like, God damn. They might get their shit rocked. Their schedule is <laughs> tough as hell. Like, so there's a very real chance that the three seed. Yeah, that three seed might be attainable, man. I don't know. That three seed might be attainable. If, we, if the Nets keep on to that six seed, I'd love to see that three six matchup where we get to absolutely beat the brakes off the fucking Nets. Like, cause we've been absolutely rocking they shit these last couple games against them. Man, that um, might be a sweep. That might be a sweep. That would be glorious. Well, I mean, we get seven. We get we get four home games. So, oh yeah, that's too. Shit. Yeah. I, I imagine actually getting the the Knicks and Nets series. That like I might go to actually. Up. I might go to every single game in that series. What the hell? All right, now we're, we're not we're not getting the three seed. We're gonna get the four or five matchup. NBA wants that. It's scripted. It's over. Shut, shut the fuck. Shut the fuck. Don't ruin the vibes, man. You ever think about doing I, I want that. I want that matchup anyway. I want that matchup. You want uh, it more than the Nets? Yeah, way more. Way more. Man, even with how ridiculous they're being right now. No, I want I want that matchup because that's like, if the Knicks win that matchup, do you know how satisfying that will be? If the Knicks win that matchup, that'll be more satisfying. Because I did not want them to do the fucking Mitchell trade. So it will make it so fucking satisfying if they win that series. I'll just... Because there's... So, like, I had people telling me while we were, like, while the team was starting to play better in, like, January, February, where it was like, oh, like, you're just coping. You're coping with, like, not getting Mitchell. I'm like, what What am I... I'm coping with, like, the Knicks being good? Like, I don't understand what your point is. <laughs> people don't like, understand I, how to use the term coping the right way. Yeah, you're coping. Like what? Like no, I I didn't want to make the trade. Well, I, I'm I'm fine. I'm very good with this. This is like when people were like, "Oh, you're coping. You didn't you didn't get KD and Kyrie." I'm like, I literally wrote like two thousand words about why I did not want the Knicks to sign them. No, I'm not coping. I'm doing very well actually. Um, <laughs> and like, I I need that. I need to see that. I would. I would. If the Knicks won that series, I would be so obnoxious forever. And I just think we <laughs> match up really well with them. I mean, you're already obnoxious, so. All right. 
Well, you're obnoxious too, so be nice. Be nice. That that's that's false. Um, okay, so to the uh, Sixers schedule to end the season. So let's say their last ten games. Uh, I think at Warriors, at Suns, at Nuggets. No, Nuggets at home. Damn, at home. NBA really screwed them over with that schedule. Yep. And then they have yeah the Nuggets. Yeah, Warriors, Suns, Nuggets on the road. Mavericks at home, Raptors at home, at Bucks, Celtics at home, Sixers at home, at Hawks, at Nets. I think the three seed is in play. I think the three seed is absolutely in play. Especially like, I I, I don't know if it was on here I said this, but like, Tibbs is going to try harder to win every game than other teams are. Like Embiid's not playing every game the rest of the way. Uh, I don't know, man. I they, I think they would want the three seed. I think I think they'll play pretty hard, Sixers. No, I, I, mean, I, I agree. Think... I'm not saying they're gonna like not try. I'm just saying nobody tries as hard as Tibbs. It's all relative. Like Tibbs is gonna play Brunson like 35, 40 minutes every game. I don't know. I just don't think they're gonna do it to that level. I just think t- I, I, that was more commentary on Tibbs than the other team than the Sixers. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I think somebody mentioned this. Might have been Larry Israel. I don't know who the fuck said it in our stream. But yeah, Brunson actually had it. Like, we probably aren't even talking enough about Brunson. He had 25 on 14 shots, eight assists, one turnover, two rebounds, two had, steals. And he had eight in the fourth. Like, yeah, he, he was those awesome. Were like, those were eight humongous points in the fourth quarter. Yeah. After like eight. what looked like he was going to be out for the game with that injury scare once again. Um, which he continues to play like excellent basketball every time it looks like he gets like brutally hurt. Um, so yeah, that dime he had to mention the fourth was insane. Yeah, he like completely manipulated the defense to like absolutely like be drawn to him, and then oof, it was just spectacular. He, he manipulated me. I was like, where where the fuck is he going? And I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. Nice, yeah, that pass. that was great manipulation. That was great like playmaking. Excellent play. Just, yeah. I do think sometimes it must be hard to play with Brunson because I have no idea what he's doing half the time. I'm like, where are you going? What what's like he's just like eh, 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 eh. I'm like, I have no idea what's happening here. Um but his three ball tonight was from the corners was like he went Cash three money. seven. It, he yeah, it, it felt like yeah, it, it somehow he went three seven. It looked like he was like it felt like he was fucking five of five. He that shit was so butter. Um but yeah, I mean between him and quickly, like we're just getting such good fucking guard play every night for 48 minutes. It's like, it's, you know, it's like the, the meme, right? I used to pray for times like these. Um, <laughs> yep. It really is. It's just like, I can't remember a time in my life. The Knicks actually had this much good guard play. Yeah. It's, I mean, I'm much younger. So like I've had, my best Knicks guard experiences was Raymond Felton, Pablo Prigioni, and, and Jason Kidd. That that trio that was probably the best Knicks guard tandem I've seen. Yeah, Terry, you're muted. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> I would say those are good times. Uh, you probably said like Rod Strickland and Mark Jackson, maybe. Um, yeah, but we weren't alive for that. Yeah, but I probably have the closest comp to like what the Knicks are doing right now. True. Um, but yeah, it's just shout out his namesake. Uh huh. Shout out to the namesake. Also, this clip of Jalen Brunson hugging Julius Randle for like a good twenty seconds—hilarious. The team absolutely is like 
absolutely showering him with like adoration <laughs> tonight, which he rightfully deserves after that virtuoso performance. Wait, kind of in the back is just like so funny. Like this team was actually vibes. They're just like, I think they're just gelling really well. Like especially at the perfect first time. Yep. Like they're gelling really well. That first half with like the ball movement was just like not even the ball movement, but, like the player movement was just insane. Like you just saw every time the floor was tilted negatively, like everybody was just like, okay, to the corner, space out to the wing, X out. We're just moving, like And they hit all the momentum shots too. Like that's something like the Knicks like they were never able to do that for like a good part of like earlier this year where like it would feel like there's a moment where like we just need this like three to hit so that way like either the crowd can explode or like the team takes a timeout. And like I feel like the, the team never could do that. But like lately the team's been able to like hit all the momentum shots. <laughs> like they had a whole bunch of shots earlier in that um that first half where the Heat had to call timeouts multiple times, like the Julius Randle three, the the Emmanuel quickly that Emmanuel quickly like sequence of events that happened once he checked back in after the, the early foul trouble. Like this team's just been able to just hit on every single cylinder. It's just been remarkable. Dude, that layup he had in transition, he I don't think I've ever seen him move that fast. That was crazy. Yeah. Like Gabe Vincent was back in pretty good position and he, and he just, just glided like, past them. That was crazy. I was like, I was like, well, okay. Like, that's great. You should do that. His more, finishing around the rim has been absolutely like the strides he's taken in that alone is like absolutely astronomical. Like there was a point where like Knicks fans were concerned. Like he was never going to be able to like, drive into the paint and finish well and like here he is just doing it with ease so shout out to him man shout out to Emmanuel quickly six man of yeah, the year awesome um randall said um, to, to go back to go one back to thing Tyrese. i would say like go for it <laughs> oh I, I was just gonna say um quickly had a like there was the only thing that actually annoyed me tonight about Hart's play, or the main thing that was, he got like a bunch of these. I don't know what it is. Like, is there some rule that like quickly can't get the ball to bring up the floor or something? Like, is there some rule about this? Because I swear, like, there every time Hartenstein gets a rebound, he'll pass it to like anybody but quickly. It's like, oh, Hart, oh, Randall, oh, like RJ. And I'm like, especially when he's on the floor with RJ and Hart, I'm like, unless Hart has a clear grab and go. I need quickly bring the ball up. I don't every possession RJ brings up. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. Um, it's like garbage all the time now. And it, it just, it's really, like, it was frustrating today because Hart had a bunch of these two where he would like get the ball off a rebound or whatever, and then try and push it. And I'm like, there's nothing there. Like there, there's, this is actually a situation where there's nothing there and you've got, and it's like quickly feeling it. He's feeling it. You've got him on a trailer or a swing out the corner of the wing just give him the fucking ball, man. Just like let him get the shot up here. Um, not a huge. I mean, like, and look, Hart's been awesome all year, and he was he was huge in the first half in like kind of like driving us uh, into that lead. So, so whatever. But like that was just a minor frustration for me during the second half, especially. So you're saying um, Josh Hart is a bus driver and not a bus rider? What? Are you saying Josh Hart is a bus driver and not a bus rider? I don't think I'm saying anything about Josh Hart in that capacity. Never mind. <laughs> I, I get the reference. 
Okay. Yeah, I just I don't really. Never mind, Schwed. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> just killed it. Spoiled it. Killing the vibes. Um, JL says Randall's gonna have more All NBAs than Chris Bosh. Speak about it. Brought up that conversation. Who was the guy that on on Twitter that brought up that debate that like absolutely had Raptors fans and like Brandon Tierney half of NBA Twitter just like in a fucking mental chokehold for like a day. (laughs) I think he said that, and he also said the mellow thing, right? I think so. So I think that that combination really uh, set ablaze NBA Twitter. Ball Don't Stop was fucking in his bag about that one. I wonder how he feels about this Randall game winner and this Randall oh. game in general. I think Randall's, Randall. Yeah, Ball Don't Stop definitely loves Randall. Even though, like, the worst parts of Randall's, like, most annoying parts of Randall's game is when he really leans into the Ball Don't Stop part of it. Skilled bully. Skilled bully, like, that's what he calls him. <laughs> skilled bully that got stripped by Tyler Hero. <laughs> Average point ten five for fourth straight season. Skilled bully Julius Randle's back to all star status. Top five player of the game. Has, has, has Bosch only made one All NBA? He has only one All NBA. Oh wow, Randall is gonna have more than him. That's crazy. Uh, <laughs> How many all star? Bosch must have had like seven or eight all stars, though, right? Eleven. Oh, Damn, well, pff, Randall might not catch up there. <laughs> I don't know, man. He might get that LeBron legacy run. All, all right, all right, Tyrese. Let's let's <laughs> let's let's reel it back a little bit. Don't, uh, don't fly. Uh, don't don't fly too close to the sun, like Icarus, buddy. All right. <laughs> Well, she was just shooting by Icarus the way he's hot on fire. So, like, you know what? I'm okay with that. You know what happened to Icarus, right? Um, yo, f- <laughs> quick, quick thing. What the hell was? I know we we complained about Breen and Clyde um earlier, but like Clyde was co- complaining that IQ took an open three. Like, what the hell was? That, that? was crazy. Oh, and you know, I, I forgot to mention this. In my Dementia's like RG. really ruining this guy's mind. By the way, the thing that pissed me off even more was because it shouldn't have even been that close. Because IQ was standing there for like a second, wide open. RJ is like, yeah, he hesitated oh, for the longest. Yeah. I'm like, oh, dude, just make the fucking pass. But yeah, that that and Clyde was like, he first he was like, he was mad that quickly took the shot, and he's like, they use some clock there. I'm like, it's the fucking third quarter. Like, why yeah, he acted like we were like <laughs> in the last. He's like acting like it was the Bargnani shot or something. Uh, yeah, he was. He's like, use clock. And then, and then both him and Breen were like, oh, it doesn't look like he's in the upward motion. I'm like, can you guys for once just be on the fucking team? Can we get one call where you're like, I, I think he's on the motion there, Clyde. And Clyde should just be like, yeah, me too, they Mike. try like, just way once. too hard to be objective. It's like so annoying. To be a homer, I need Clyde to like rip off, to put on the fucking jersey for one night. <laughs> one night. He's still mad about getting traded to Cleveland. Look at I think I think he's he's worried, man. He sees Brunson out here. He's, he's quickly hooping. He's like, my legacy might not be lasting. They they might be coming to for, the, for an NBA championship. <laughs> I mean, Julius oh, Randle's one of the greatest pick of all time. So like, I would okay, all oh, right, enough. Right. Can he win a playoff series? Let's do that. Let's have him win a playoff series. Let's do that first. Oh, this year, soon come, soon come. Oh mm, my gosh. When he wins the chip, I don't want to hear anything about fucking Patrick Ewing. All right. Enough. 
Tell them to fucking win Big Ten games. Tell wow, are we really like going back to college? <laughs> I'm muting Tyrese. <laughs> Um, Ace Bouchard says I'd actually be encouraged if I were a Heat fan because they did a solid job competing against the best team in the league. I mean, I honestly, the Knicks Tyrese. do have. I can remove Tyrese. I have the power. Am I out of time out now? <laughs> um, Ace Bouchard does bring up a good point, though. I mean, like, the Knicks have been steadily, like, easily one of the best teams in the league for quite a while. More like, than half the season. More than half the season, yeah. So, like, you can legit say they have been. I mean, if you even go back, I mean, just, like, the last, what, I want to say 10, 12 games, besides the Bucks, I think they've been, like, right there as, like, the best team in the league. They have, a they have, the, best, finish, right? they have the best net rating in the NBA since putting Grimes in the starting lineup. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I mean, the, the Heat, you know, Heat should pat themselves on the back. They did a good job competing one against a contender, um, but they fell short. Because they just don't have, you know, they're playing Cody Zeller and, and Kevin Love, actual NBA minutes. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Kevin Love one is the, that's just, buyout guys starting for you to tell. And like Sam said earlier, though, like, the Heat came out with Adebayo on Randall and, and Butler on uh, Brunson. And they tried to hide love on Mitch and Mitch is their He's the guy who screens by far the most in that starting unit. They should have ran like more double drag screens or like pistol action for RJ and just ran love through the gauntlet. Like you have to punish a team like that for having, trying to hide Kevin love on a guy like Mitch and the heat are too smart. Like to just run basic top of the key pick and roll and it's, they're going to force you to try and use Mitch as a as an outlet, and they know that the Knicks aren't don't trust Mitch in that way, and that's not how they do it. That's not how they see Mitch like playing, and so you have to have a backup out, uh, action. Like I'm not being critical. We scored 122 points, but this is the type of shit that they're going to see, um, and they're not always going to have the shot making they did tonight. So you know. <laughs> There are things to take away from this game, and that's it's good to get wins on in those types of games, you know, to to learn lessons and have a win to take away from it. In general, I don't think we're like running double drags at all anymore. So yeah, that'd be nice to see come back. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm okay not running any of that for RJ right now. Um, I'm cool with that decision, but yeah, they should run it for somebody like Emmanuel quickly or Jalen Brunson. Josh Hart, I don't care. Um, no, I'm, I'm with you. They, they need, you're right, though. It's like you, you kind of hopefully you learn from that and add something in there, throw a wrinkle at them. Um, we'll see. Specifically, the reason I said RJ, at least to start the game, was because of it, it, it removed Adebayo and Butler from the equation. You know, like you're, it, it, you know, you're attacking. Kevin Love and Tyler Harrow or Kevin Love and Gabe Vincent, which I, I, I agree with you about RJ struggles, but I still like, you know, taking their two best defenders out of the equation. The Heat have had an insane week, by the way. I mean, beating the Sixers and then like absolutely losing to them with Embiid 
on their home court and then Julius Randle gaming the shit out of them. I like I understand why Jimmy Butler is, is like sounding like he's accepting death at this point. <laughs> like this guy said I might not wake up tomorrow. Like, all right, dude. Like honest question. If let's like, relax. If you're like Jimmy Butler, why do you want to stay in the heat past this year? Honest to God. Like last year, last year they peaked, right? Yeah, last year they peaked. Kyle Lowry's cooked. Duncan Robinson's cooked. You don't have any assets. And like half your team. No, half your team. Two thirds of your team is undrafted dudes. Like, I think there was a stat that, like, half the minutes this team has played is from guys who have been undrafted. And, like, Max Struess isn't good. Gabe Vincent isn't good. Udonis has Pat Riley has a type. Udonis has was tossing and turning in his sleep because the team is losing. Like, Victor Oladipo is getting minutes for this team, and he's a shell of himself at best, and that's being considerate. You don't have a you don't have a power forward in your roster, and the fact Kevin Love is starting for this team is hilarious. They and they won't have cap space anytime soon. Nope, because Jimmy Butler is going to make fifty million dollars when he's thirty six years old. See, like everybody talks about Jimmy, why if I'm why if I'm Bam, like why do I want to stay on this team? That too. Like what like, what is what what am I doing here? I. I'm not the number one option, even though I'm like what a decade younger than Butler. Yeah, just and, about. And like my sidekick moving forward is going to be Tyler Hero. They have their pick this year. Yes, it is. That was a pretty good year. Okay, so they're going to have their pick. They're going to have like a the fifteenth pick. Okay, like 17. I just. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, whatever. It doesn't really matter. It's just like what, and. They have to keep like so. It's like they just have to keep playing this weird game of like trying to develop undrafted guys or second round guys or whatever, and then also trying to like. It just none of it makes much sense to me for them. Like I, I just, I kind of think they're just fucked. Not to mention like, I think they gave Victor Oladipo a player option on his contract, which is like nuts. For whatever reason, they gave Victor Oladipo. Yeah, he they have a nine million dollar player option. What the hell is? What is Pat Riley doing on this team? Like, holy shit! Like, this team is just—they don't really have a lot. Of, like, I like Caleb Martin; he's a decent piece, but like, they—they like, they needed to sign two Martin. backup dudes. Yeah, like, they needed to sign two backup dudes. <laughs> That's such a. Good... <laughs> but it's Caleb Martin. <laughs> yeah, well, like, I like Caleb Martin exactly too, but it's right. like. Yeah. In his role. But, like, yeah, that kind of just speaks to, like, this is the depth of player that you need to go to, to where, like, Kale Martin looks like a good player on your team, and Kale Martin is, like, maybe not cracking a lot of player rotations. So, I mean, they have the worst contract in the league. Two of them. Yeah, right. I forgot the Tyler. It, that was so funny to in the broadcast. They're like, oh, they, you know, like, they're like, Clyde was like, oh, the Knicks have been fortunate. They've been healthy the whole year. And I'm like, Mitchell Robinson just like missed fifteen games. Like what? Like we've had injuries too, man. Don't don't dementia don't do that. is kicking Clyde's ass. And man. but but then he was like, and then Breen was like, yeah, you know, Miami's they've had guys out all year. Kyle Lowry's out. I'm like, it's probably a good thing. Like that, yeah, that's Kyle Lowry's that's like, absolutely dog shit. Yeah, that's a net positive right there. We don't want Kyle Lowry on the floor if you're the for the Heat. Let's see how the can the Clippers do this. I'm feeling they were not. 
squad. Nope. Max W says IQ has gone from 52nd percentile finishing talent last year to 71st percentile finishing talent this season per B-Ball Index. That goes to our conversation earlier about Manny Quickly's finishing ability. Um, so, yeah, that's like proof in the pudding right there. So, you know, shout out to him. Just wanted to point out that comment because um, that is such a stark improvement. But, yeah. Wow, man. 27 and 10 for Russell Westbrook on 75% shooting for the field. He might be back. He might be back. All right. It's like the worst. (laughs) The Clippers lost again. Yeah. And also, like, I mean, it's a brutal beat, to be honest. Russ's problem has never been putting up numbers when, like, one of the stars is down. The whole point is like he is just like not he's the worst possible third banana you can have because as we saw against golden state they're just gonna ignore him and you're just playing four on five it's insane when he's when Kawhi is out and you need someone to initiate at like a decently high level russ is a good one one b or maybe even one a since paul george apparently he took two shots in the first half tonight so russ was probably in his this is his dream game, you know? But when Kawhi and Paul George are healthy, it's like, man, why would you want Russell Westbrook on the court? What is what is he helping you? How is he helping you? I just – I don't know why the hell they made that signing. Like – Because Paul George begged. I Why would you do that? Like, if you're, if you're a franchise, why would you willingly take your own odds like that? I Paul just, George begged, and Paul George wanted another scapegoat on the team. And now they're going to be in the fucking play-in. Like, Again. What the fuck? I mean, like, they'll probably still beat, beat the Grizzlies because whatever, but like, fucking hell. Well, I don't know why the hell a team would do that to their own their own odds. It, it makes no sense to me. Who knows? Hey, uh, um, according to this stat here, we might be making the Eastside Conference Finals, by the way. Telling you. Knicks have never had separate eight-game win streaks and not at least made the Eastern Conference Finals. We're going to do so much winning, you're going to be sick of it. Okay, Trump. (laughs) Tyrese Trump over here. (laughs) And when you're tired of winning and you're saying, stop, it's too much winning, I'm going to say, no, it's not, and we're going to keep going. We're We're going to build that wall. Against Giannis in the the (laughs) semifinals. Build that wall. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? What is this post game turned into, dog? We're gonna go from Manhattan to Staten Island. With the honest comes down the street. <laughs> We're gonna have uh, NYPD appreciation at the Garden. It's gonna be Eric out of the Chris Christie locking guards in center court. <laughs> We're gonna build that fucking wall. They're gonna have Jerry. They're, they're gonna bring Jerry Jones in as like the guest of honor. <laughs> Dude, that picture oh of Jerry Jones kneeling with all the players with their arms locked that shit cracks me up every fucking time I see it. It's like the funniest and thing. I've ever staring seen. into the camera. Yeah, he's like staring into the camera. He's just like, y'all want it? He's like, look at me. I'm supporting them. Look at me. I'm supporting the blacks. Yeah, oh. look at me with look at me with my my boys. <laughs> look at me with all these colored folk. <laughs> I'm supporting them. I'm on the field too. 
The other one that reminds me of that is the uh, obviously the Pelosi. Um, oh my gosh, oh that's like the worst picture ever, yo. <laughs> um, all, like Aiden kneeling and like the, the, yeah. the, uh, the capital or whatever. Yeah. Dude, the best part about that too is like it's just so brain dead because it was also during the, <laughs> the middle of the pandemic where like nobody could leave their houses. And I'm like, yeah. everything about this picture is so fucked right now. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, All right. I, th- I think once we're talking about Jerry Jones and Trump and Pelosi, <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think we've reached time, you know? Like, <laughs> I have we to do, do got uh, a million other comments to address here. I don't, I don't uh, know if they're all worth addressing right now, but, I mean, shout out to everyone that has pulled up and left a comment. Yeah, um, y'all are awesome. Yeah. Make sure y'all leave a like and subscribe. We're on our way to 1K subs. Um but yeah, Tag says uh, Tag brings up a great point with the quickly Brogdon thing. They do have another head-to-head matchup. Their last one Sunday. Um, I have full confidence in Emmanuel quickly the way he's been playing to completely outplay the shit out of Brogdon. Um, is Brogdon even healthy yet? Like, was he playing today? Oh, he, didn't Dude, play he probably he probably took tonight off for that game. Oh yeah, you know, guys, rest for the next games. I I feel like when Brogdon misses a game, he tends to miss like a couple. So he might not play again. That's just okay. I, I have him on my fan. I have him on my fan. I, so oh. every time I've seen him miss a game, like it feels like he misses a couple. So I, I have no complaints there. But I will say this: I would not be surprised. Like, forget the fact they're going to be, you know, dialed up because they blew this game today. I have a. I would not be surprised if like they get really. They just try to get really physical with like quickly, especially I think, uh, because he's torched them now two games in a row. And I could see them just being like, not today. Like, not you. Like, you are not going to be the one that torches up today. So I, I, I'm, I'm curious to see how that goes. That'll be, that'll be a good test for quickly. Uh, he'll yeah. it, like, uh, he'll I don't, it. I don't, I like, I guess we should preview that game just a little bit or like give our expectations, but like, man, we can't win that game too, can we? Like, it's got to come to an end. Because, like, if we win that game, we're winning 10 in a row. We're not, we're, I mean, not to we be. Play we're, winning, we're winning, we're winning, we're winning, we're winning 13 in a row if we, they play yeah, Charlotte at, least. at home. Yeah, I think Charlotte, they fought the good fight. Um, might be one, two, three, Cancun time for them early. Well, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, King, I wouldn't just say 13, man. Kings away is a tough game. It is like, like we've not- we've surprisingly played well versus them on the road. It's Randall Sabonis, and it's Randall versus Sabonis. I love that matchup. Well, so yeah, I, 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 Julius loves that matchup too. Uh, yeah, but, so like I'm very he, confident. Julius might drop fifty. He had forty six last time. He might drop fifty. Hey, no, last time he got ejected. No, I'm talking about last year when he played in Sacramento. Oh right, the his one week last year where I was like, oh, so that guy's still in there somewhere. <laughs> that guy's still in there. <laughs> He's there. Okay, okay. All right. Yeah, he, <laughs> he had forty six on two free throws. That's still a nuts. That's a nuts game to think about. But like, yeah, like I'm not worried about that game. He's gonna see red. It's a bonus. It's a bonus playing the five, and I think people just kind of forgot it's a bonus. It's like, yeah, just go at him. The Kings have gone on a little run here too, right? They're on a, on a bit of a win streak. If I don't if I remember. Yeah, they've been pretty good they've, lately. They've won. They've yeah. won six in a row now after tonight. Unless this isn't oh, wow. updated yet. Yeah, Mike yeah. Brown's going to be coach of the year, like pretty easily, I think. 
Yeah, I think so. They've been awesome. He, he does deserve it. Like, and they got a very eerily similar record to us too. It's the most. Right? It's the most un Mike Brown team too. Like, they have the best offensive rating in NBA history. <laughs> a Mike yeah. Brown team. Like, that's a, that's another guy. I'm not saying he's been better, but I would at least put from an output standpoint. I, I would rather have Randall, but from an output standpoint on this season, I would put Sabonis at least similar to randall Sabonis has been awesome this year don't let randall hear that man he'll drop 50 don't, on him. why he'll don't just let, get pissed off and crush him yeah don't let tyrese hear that after the last time we played them tyrese was like Demonte sabonis is terrible at basketball i was like whoa like where, where is this coming from <laughs> a deep rooted scene of the fuck Demonte sabonis dude Demonte sabonis is white privilege personified in the NBA. Yo. Because there's no way you're telling me DeMontis Sabonis is somehow this great, great player that, like, off-flips franchises. All he does is lefty passes and wide to reps. Who like, has ever told you that he alters a franchise? I've heard a lot of people talk about, oh, you know, like, uh, DeMontis Sabonis is a two-time All-Star. Now he's a three-time All-Star. You're telling me, yeah. Like, DeMontis Sabonis <laughs> is legit, is an Aryan fucking menace in the league. Wow. Like okay, all right, enough. Um, We're good. God. let's move on. Don't talk to me again. white people. <laughs> oh god, the bot just fucking about this. Don't piss me off. Uh, damn, Did he's got almost seventy percent. He's been fucking great yeah, this year. He's been awesome this year. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Actually, this is like, I, I, like, you know like what? You know what? I, I accept that answer. Tyrese has earned it. You know, like he, he put up with a lot of shit for Randall for a year. So, whatever. Is um, when he gets fucking bounced in the first rock, and people realize it's going to be Demontis Sabonis guarding them at the rim, like we won't care about this. Um, shout out to Doug. He brings up Strickland merch, which Jeff is rocking right now. Um, always rocking. So yeah, we got links in the description to everything, including Strickland merch. Check that out. We definitely got a new collection that just dropped. Um, brand new sweats, sweatshirts, tees, all that good stuff. So check it out. You know, some of us are going to get our stuff in the mail soon and we'll be able to show it off to you guys on stream. So, you know, definitely check that out. It's a great time to just, you know, cop some Knicks merch while the Knicks are thriving. So do that. Shout out Doug for bringing that up because, I mean, I was going to do it at the end of the stream but and we're approaching the end of the stream very quickly so um no pun intended there um i think we could end the stream here um shout out to everyone that you know tuned in shout out to everyone that left a comment um as we are approaching two hours shout out to the 43 plus people that have been rocking with us for two straight hours as we has divulged into like even like nancy pelosi talk here um, so definitely shout out to y'all. Um, we will be back on Sunday evening, I believe. It's the game is what Sunday evening? It's on ESPN, right? Seven thirty on ESPN. Is wait, sure? Are you actively like keeping Tyrese out of the street? No, I I, I keep adding him. I think we're clicking it at the same time. Oh, I'm like, what the hell's going on? Um, but yeah, <laughs> will we... all right? You add him, Schwinn. All right. We we kept both pressing it at the same time, so I kept removing oh you. My, oh my god. <laughs>
Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, we're clearly losing it. Um, I'm going to watch highlights of this game again. Um, shout out to everyone that tuned in with us for these two hours. Um, we will be back on Sunday evening, afternoon. I don't know when the game is. Um, after the Celtics game, hopefully, we are on our way to nine straight wins after that game. Um, definitely check out every. I think it is. It's an no. it's an ESPN game. I it's know that six, for sure. It's seven thirty. It's always oh, seven thirty. Okay. okay. I know it's an ESPN game though. Um, it's ABC game. Oh, it's ABC. I mean, that's the, that's the ESPN. Yeah, but we're gonna be the big boy network. All right. Whatever. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> anyways, anyways, check out everything strictly related in the description. We got links to the site, merch, Patreon, and Twitter. All great ways to support us. Um, I already mentioned the merch. Um, but yeah, check all that stuff out. And yeah, peace out, guys. Enjoy the weekend. Thanks. Fucked about this about us.